This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Kent, be in Kent. Joel's got notes, and Zach's here too. Sweet bacon sale. Ba ba ba. Some songs really are no good. No good. No good. No good. We hope this goes well. Ba ba ba. But the chances aren't so good. Cause bacon sale. Yay! That was awesome. We were actually sounding pretty good. That's That's fun. Fun. Welcome to Bacon Sale. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our silent movie sampler platter episode. And myself included, but a lot of people were like, wow, that was pretty good. Thank you, Joel. I feel more cultured, Joel. I, I had a couple people reach out to me, like personal acquaintances, and said, hey, I'm watching this silent movie. Which version should I use? And I was like, <gasps> and I, after, after I got done crying for a bit, I'd sure. be like, here it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Chris Anderson said, uh, Kent, uh, she's proud of you for watching movies made before 1980. Thank you very much. Finally. Uh, She had the opportunity to see The Phantom of the Opera on a large screen with the live organ music, which sounds so good. Like that feels like the way to do it. It was super cool. Uh, Metropolis is the movie she's most interested in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Uh, Dennis Gaunt says, really good show. I have to say the modern spiritual successor to Buster Keaton is Jackie Chan. Yeah, like, that's a good that, point. That's a, that's a good that's take. That's better than Tom Cruise. Uh, Keaton was a huge influence on Chan, and he was uh, doing the life and death stunts long before Tom Cruise. Uh, many Jackie Chan outtakes, his actual injuries are shown, which mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that, that's totally it. Yeah, unfortunately, it like Jackie Chan's getting forgotten. Yeah. Should we do a Jackie Chan show? Um, we and then, watch a lot of movies. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, Ryan says... Some random thoughts while listening today. One, Singing in the Rain has some fun homages to silent movie stuntmen. True. I mean, it's what it's about. Uh, as it's about the transition to talkies, uh, which th- watching these made me want to watch Singing in the Rain again. Mm-hmm. And then I wonder if Tenet was meant to be a modern day silent movie since you can't hear the dialogue anyway. good call. I thought that was an interesting take. Yeah. Yeah. Clever. Because if you look at it through that lens of just, I'm just seeing what's happening, watching the broad strokes of it and listening to sound and they don't really have names in the movie yeah exactly yeah the protagonist that was good and then not related to last week's episode but i did just want to call it out because it is pretty dang cool crew dutler reached out to us on twitter and said last week at parent-teacher conferences we mentioned to reed's teacher that he wrote a story for a podcast which was two, uh, uh, Elton. two episodes ago yeah today his fifth grade teacher played his story performed by kent for the whole class nice That's so cool good that job reed is yeah. pretty awesome way to go yeah i think speaking of pretty awesome we have a new patron yeah we do uh, Emily Kuntz yeah. is a tier two patron for Bacon Welcome, Sale. Emily. So she gets access to our video reviews and our Bacon Bits, which are semi kind of almost every week. Mm-hmm. It's like a mini show, mini version of not, not, not what we're doing here. It's kind of just conversations we it's have. It's a lot. It's random conversations it's, we have. It's a lot. In fact, we just reviewed Weird, the Al Yankovic story yep. on the last Bacon mm-hmm. Bit. So Super fun. Last week. And a tier two patron. Tier two patron. Whenever I decide to do video versions of those Bacon Bits, they're on there. That's yeah, great. you see those as well. And other videos. And also this Friday, don't forget, is Bacon Still Night at Quick Wits. Unless Ooh. you're listening to this in the future. Unless you're listening to the future. I'm nervous. Uh, fans of Bacon Still get in two, four, one, and members of the Bacon Council get in for free. So yeah, you're nervous. Please join us there. You've done public events as a member of Bacon Still yeah, before. Yeah, and I get humiliated every I time. I have not. Oh, it's your first time. I've only hazing. met with the Bacon... I've Let's only, haze him. I've only ever met with the Bacon Council as yeah. a member of Bacon Sale. And they're like my security blanket friends. Yeah. No, they're they're I'm, there to laugh at you. I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah. Not at me, at Joel. <laughs> it's true. Let's hope so. Laugh Let's with hope Joel. They laugh. That's ideal, right? Yeah. Like that's the thing. But that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? And why? 
Oh, we're talking about songs that are the worst. The worst. Song of songs. Worst song of songs. Song of songs. As suggested by our listener. Yes, on our social media channels, we put uh, some feelers out there, did a, a little Google form to, for people to fill out and submit their worst songs. Painful. Now, it's painful. It was painful. Now, I want to clarify right here at the beginning that first of all, they had to be popular hits. Yeah. Yes. You no, know, like I said, it couldn't do B-sides of a record you had when you were four. It doesn't count. So- right? Songs were sent that are objectively the worst I've ever heard in my life. But they're not. But I'd never heard of them before. Yeah. Right. Uh, they also had to be readily available on Spotify, easily found, proving their popularity. Some did get, Some did get cut that for way. that. Or like last, uh, when we did the Song of Songs, we did let a Tim McGraw song through, but we shouldn't have because you can't find him on Spotify. Oh, oh really? Wow. You can find him on Amazon Music though, right? Also, uh-huh. shame on everyone because there's a lot of uh, naughty lyrics on a lot of these songs. <laughs> yes, they so. also had to be on brand for Bacon. So we, we yeah. try to keep it as family friendly hey, as possible. But as part of that, you did come up with a Spotify playlist that no one will want to listen to. Oh. And you found some clean versions of these songs. I did. In fact, one was a, one was a cover and I apologize one, for that. What, yeah, gym tunes. I could whatever. not. I could not find a clean version <laughs> of it. My favorite band. And I was like, I can't. I, I think of my kids just putting this on random play, bacon cell playlist, yeah. and I'm like, I can't. But I can't put them. We on will there. be putting that on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, so. If you want to listen to that, uh, we go have for to. It. You really should for context. I, what I said was, it's a. Le- it's like walking in a backyard where someone hasn't scooped up the poop after their dog. Yeah. Because you're like walking on, you're like, oh, these are fine. This is a good place. Oh no, Land what did I just line. step into? Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of bad that way. But I think, if I may be so bold, go on. I think our listener may be a little confused because I think some of them are confusing bad for overplayed. So I got annoyed by it because some of these songs, uh, there's a valid point there. I think some of these songs are perfectly fine and good, but because they were overplayed back in the day, someone got annoyed by it. And now that's oversaturation. Bad? That's totally okay. I think of this as annoying or worst lyrics. It's going to change with every argument. No, I but make. that's the thing. I think I think music and lyrics and even repetitive nature within the song yeah. can make it a bad song. But just because it got overplayed a couple um, times back in the nineties, I'll back them up. I don't know about this. Yeah, I I'm with you, Joel. I think we're, we have to align on this. So, so I, I will not agree with some of the, the picks you gave, but we did whittle down. We didn't put everyone's picks on there. We're sorry, but we kind of whittled down the ones we thought mm-hmm. maybe could win or we just kind of went, okay, this can be funny to we, have in here. We love you. We're going to make fun of you for your choices maybe a little bit. Yes, yes, because we did after we got the list and after we finalized it, we stripped the names out. So we don't know whose song is whose. Now, the problem here is since we're picking the worst of the worst, the ones that are good leave in the first round you know and that's what we're getting to we're getting to the 32 hits quote unquote hits. for this show and then we will find 32 the winner misses <laughs> yeah 32 misses and then we'll find the winner next time but the songs that were like i never want to hear again will advance to next week's show yes, and sure. we're so sorry it's very counterintuitive in that way like as i was doing the research i was like sometimes when i do research on our other bracket shows like the song of songs yeah i'll be like oh you I hate the song for a winner i don't want to talk about the song anymore let's make it go away right whereas in this one i'm like oh i hate this song i don't want to talk about it anymore Oh, now I do have to talk about it more. Yep. I don't like that. No, so not at all. I feel like we belabored the point. Yes. We should get Once again, moving. There are inappropriate songs on this playlist. We did not allow more inappropriate songs on the yes. playlist. We, we kind of had this <laughs> gauge of, okay, it's inappropriate, but how inappropriate? You know, I know that Cisco listens to us, and he's going <laughs> to be really upset. <laughs> there is a Cisco song. No, and, uh, we got Cisco's yes. playing at the Marcy's yes, Playground, it, and he's they're yeah, really upset. Yeah, Sess and Candidity. Yeah. <laughs> As <laughs> we called it. Got cut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, also, apparently, there were no bad songs written before like 1990. Yeah, or our listener skews a little younger. There were a yeah. couple actually that came oh. out before. Oh. We, we did get from the 50s all the way to the 2010s. Th- this list of song is very um, enlightening on the demographic of this podcast. It yes. is. It <laughs> is. 
So if you haven't heard a bracket show before, it's pretty easy. We're going to go through the first 64. Two out of three means it moves on. Do it. Round one. Fight. Our first matchup includes Photograph by Nickelback. Look at this photograph. <laughs> That's all we need to say. Versus, versus I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness. I, I believe, believe in a thing called love. Just as in the we should we should warn those of you that haven't listened to the episode before. We do tend to do That's terrible singing what for they one. listen for. But we're going for worst of worst, so this is going to actually help the yeah. listener hate one of these songs. I went with the success that may or may not help the band here because it could be overexposure. But photograph at number two in the Hot 100. Anytime I mention a ranking on this show, or Joel, if you mention yes. a ranking, it will be from the Billboard Hot 100. The U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Unless yes. you specified like the, the specific or, genre yeah, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Photograph hit number two in 2005, and I believe in a thing called love, was released in 2003. Yes. And did not it, chart. No, it, it didn't chart, but that's because they didn't print enum- enough copies for it to be considered sure. eligible. Uh-huh. Yep. Wow. But it did rank on the U.S. bubbling under Hot 100 singles. Uh, bubbling under is what happens after Beto's? <laughs> at family friendly <laughs> at number 19. Okay. Now, I can see why people don't like Photograph. I'm I'm one of those that doesn't really like it that much. I think the lyrics are the terrible rhymes and... It really is. Uh, um, I think you've mentioned this on the show before, Joel. You I really have. do hate this style, but it's, it's literally the most simplistic. Like, you wrote it in elementary school poem of lyrics that yes. this song has. Yeah. It's it's uh, overly simplistic, but here's the problem. For for whatever reason, the lyrics come forward in this song. Yeah. Therefore everybody knows them. And it's a bridge for nostalgia for your childhood. What's wrong with that? Nothing. In fact, listening to these two songs, I actually was more annoyed by the song I like better. I think I believe in a thing called love could be considered more annoying because it jumps all over the place. It's, it's got the high pitched singing, which I, I it's found kind of grating. Uh, high high pitched singing and uh, high guitar, high toned guitars, and like even repetitiveness. Those are the things people seem to really hate. Yeah, but I I believe in a thing called love. I personally have no clue why people would hate it because it's awesome. I can see it. I like this song. We've had a lot of fun with this song on the show in the past, but I I get it because it could be annoying but if it comes down to it, the it kind dark, of is annoying but if it comes down kind to the darkness is. and to nickelback i got but, but my, my vote goes to nickelback is more annoying do you is, like is the, is the worst song of the two uh, do you like listening to gravel because that's what i sure Chad Trevor's voice is but i mean of the nickelback songs like this is meme worthy it's kind of fun and i don't the find it as fun, awful song. Well, well and that's my problem with a lot of these songs is they have been ironically twisted in my mind. Yes. It's, that, it's the famous vine of it being edited to say, look at this graph. <laughs> it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So Zach, what funny. do you choose? Well, I need to go back to a, a little stat that I have compiled with the help of my wife. This is how long into the song till I wanted to skip with Nickelback one second. Stop I it. The first, I that that initial acoustic guitar chord that hits, I hear it and I immediately want to skip the song. But what's on Joey's head? Oh, oh. I hate that lyric because it doesn't make any sense unless you've watched the video. And even then, it doesn't make a lot of sense. That's no, terrible. Um, with but our, it is, it's his friend Joey Moy who's holding a champ, uh, champagne, a champagne chiller mm-hmm. on his head. Yeah. With the, uh, I believe in a thing called love song. Uh, no skip. No I listened skip. to the song title. Now, for, for the record. Could you see why people wouldn't like it, though? I, I listened to every song on this playlist intently. I sat down and listened to sure. it. I didn't go, oh, I like that song and move on. 
which I, I listened to him on repeat. I may have done a couple of times on the song of songs market, but this time I was sincere in listening to them and marked when I would skip. I would immediately skip photograph and I would not skip. I believe anything called and love. I kind of went the same, but not really uh, in the sense that I would listen to these songs like on a loop, one song on a loop as I did the research. And it would be, how long do I want to keep doing research? Oh. And then I was, you know, I do I have 28 pages of notes. Oh, geez. And so I'd get there and I'd be like, okay, I can, I can finish the research here. But some of them like, no, hurry, Joel. Hurry, get it over with. So there you go. So you're voting for, me, for photograph? I am voting for photograph. Okay, Kent, you going to give a pity vote or are you agree? I'm going to give a pity vote. I like the Darkness song more, but I feel bad. And Nickelback is bad? crazy successful. Why did someone submit that song? It's the worst of the worst of the worst. It's not. Oh, I believe in Think Called Love? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. It's I not see, the worst. I see how someone could think it's annoying. But like one person. I, I would say like a collective group, one person. I, I, so, it's a type of person. But with that, photograph goes forward. Photograph moves on. Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Next up, we have Believe by Cher. Do you believe in love after love after love after love? Oh, we got the echo even. <laughs> Versus Hey Soul Sister by Train. Hey Soul Sister with a Mr. Mr. on the radio. There's so much falsetto. People hate falsetto. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's auto-tuned versus falsetto in this one. Yes. So uh, Share Believe got uh, number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Hey Soul Sister got at number three. However, I do want to point this out. When people submitted their, their worst candidates for worst song of song, when listeners submitted it, we did take note mm-hmm. of when a song got multiple votes because you could only only one person could pick a song, but if someone else chose it, I made a note of it. Hey, Soul Sister got one of the more votes, I think, than almost any other. Because it's terrible. This is a terrible song. You talk about lyrics. I don't want to hear about your untrimmed chest. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Sometimes. <laughs> no. <laughs> but but Cher was the one who kind of, if you guys hate autotune, blame it on Cher. Yeah, well, she's like, she was the one who kind of kicked that off. She's just, like the pioneer of autotune. I'm going to, I'm going to, I stick my flag in this all the time. What people refer to as autotune is actually pitch correction. They're different things. Mm. This is a proper example of autotune. Yes, it's literally it, a software called yes, autotune. You, and you hear it a lot in uh, hip hop music. Like Post Malone uses autotune all the time. It is a stylistic choice. Now, what you hear from like, I don't know, uh, the live action Beauty and the Beast, where it feels synthetic, that's pitch correction, not auto-tune. This is auto-tune, and it sounds cool. It does. Well, it does when done right. Yes. And, and this, it, this, this is, is kind her, of a comeback victory hit for Cher yes. as well. And it got her a place in the Guinness Book World Records for the oldest female solo artist to top the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Yeah. I'll Good tell you, that, sure. that would have blown my little mind as a child when I heard this song. I'm sorry, I'm young. Uh, I heard this song a lot on ninety eight on B ninety eight point seven. I was eight years old. B ninety eight point seven. It came on all the time, and it wasn't until I don't know the mid two thousands when I realized that that was a woman singing. <gasps> what? You I just didn't, didn't know. know. And it didn't matter. I knew the song. I liked the song. It was. It but how came on all the think time. Think that was a guy. I was eight. Kids are dumb, Joel. Okay, so are we all in agreement here? I think the reason we're giving all this attention to Cher is because we think that that's a better song than Hey Soul Sister. Yeah. Okay. Skip meter. Four seconds for Hey Soul Sister. I didn't hate it as much as I thought it was hey, Here's And hey. I feel bad because it's Ken's favorite band. What, what year did... What year, My blood is boiling. What year did Hey Soul Sister come out? Uh, 2009. 2009. This song perfectly encapsulates what was going on in 2009. I think uh, Zoe Deschanel and her bangs playing an ukulele. I'm like, oh, oh really? We're putting an ukulele <laughs> in a song. I was like, the recession? <laughs> <laughs> this, th- it was so quirky. It's like, we're going to play the ukulele with the song. Which so originally weird. he had it as a, as a like electric guitar. Sure. And it wasn't working. And then someone said, hey, why don't you play ukulele? Would have been better on Because he's not cool enough 
to play an electric guitar. <laughs> so, song so much. When the ukulele comes in, and then you hear him that with that first, hey, lips, I'm out. Stains. I'm out. I hate this song so, so much. So it moves forward, right? Skip meter on Believe. No skip. I love this song. You're at the dance club listening to I this song. Love. The lights come on, you're a little embarrassed, and you're like, oh, okay. No. I have one of my favorite times driving around a car with my friends singing Believe. This is a super fun karaoke song. This is a super fun road trip song. It's great. It doesn't move on. Unanimous vote for Hey Soul Sister. Yep. Uh, hey We're Soul voting S- for that one. Hey Soul Sister's worse. See you in the next round. Next we have This Is How We Roll by Florida Georgia Line and Luke Bryan. Yeah, this is how we roll. roll. Versus No One by Alicia Keys. No one, no one, no one. So This Is How We Roll came out in 2014 and No One came out in 2007. This Is How We Roll got number 15 and No One got number one for five weeks in a row. Kind of yeah. crazy. Uh, also, no one was the bigger hit. Country doesn't really do well outside of Canada and the U.S. at no, all. Country doesn't do good outside of country fans. Like I think some of these were submitted because I've they, never heard this is how we roll. I hadn't either. Okay, In fact, really? I, really I think Florida we're kind of proud of this. Well, and as I listened to it, I was actually like, this this is pretty standard country. This is fine. No, until the rap. You mean what? Up on them thirty seven Nitos, windows tinted, hard to see through. How fresh my baby is a shotgun Cito. I totally. How did you get whiter by wrapping a thing <laughs> from Florida Georgia line? But it just I, happens. I, I actually wasn't like I was like yeah, pretty standard whatever country song. I shouldn't say country song, country pop. Well, that and, and country rock. That is a clarifying. This is pop country. Yeah, pop country is vile. It is. Yeah. This is not country music at all. But it's like that. You're that, saying that as a country defender. I, right? I I will happily be a country defender here. Country, I enjoy some country music. Country music is poetry. Country music has feeling. This is garbage. Uh, it is garbage. I, I, I had made a phone call to my mom. She's much more of an expert on this than I am. I'm like, what are your feelings on Luke Bryan? Unpro- just, that's all I said. And she said, well, he's, as a person, a very good person. She knows him. Um, clearly. Clearly. And she said uh, that he is a lot of pop country. He knows what to do to sell records. He's a nickelback of country music. I made the exact same comparison. Ah. She said the deep cuts, standard country, much like the deep cuts of nickelback are just standard rock. Overall, what comes out is the pop, the single, the poppy, terrible stuff that I, I just, I, this exemplifies everything that's wrong with pop country. All right. But do you guys like Alicia Keys? There's something about her vibe that really kind of puts Some me Some songs off. I do, but this song that the synth keyboard that they have in the background is awful. And it never goes anywhere interesting. And it's me. repetitive. Same. Yeah. For me, the Alicia Keys song, I, her voice is squeaky and yes. scratchy. She's better than this. Yeah. This is not a good example of I what I thought the she same thing. Does. I was like, was this early work? But no, this is 2007. Uh, as far as the skip meter, um, one and a half minutes in. I, I gave this one a little time to breathe. For no one. For no one. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got through the first chorus, and my note here is, after the chorus, I get it. I get what this song has to say. Yeah, it I doesn't it take is. it anywhere further. It doesn't go anywhere further. Right. With This Is How We Roll, I was done after 33 seconds when he started singing about his truck. Yes. Isn't that every country song? No. That's every country <laughs> pop song? Yeah, Jolene is about a truck. It is. is. It not? <laughs> <laughs> so which one is worse? Because I don't want to listen to either one. Yeah, I don't I either. think I was mildly amused by the country one, and I don't like Alicia Keys very Both much. Both are painful in a certain way. I yes. will... I will die on the hill of pop country is vile. So I'm voting for this is how we roll. I think it's trash. To move on. To move on. It's terrible. I can agree with that. 
You're both voting for that? Yes. I'll vote for Alicia Keys then, only because uh, no one was one of those songs. Out of these two, I kind of forgot Florida Georgia Line shortly after it happened. But Alicia Keys was scratching my ears like through a couple minutes. And it's insane because she's very very talented and she's way better than this Leaving in the first round doesn't make it a good song. Just means it's not a worst song. Yes. So this is how we roll. Rolls on. Next, we have Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. Watermelon Sugar, hi. Watermelon Sugar, hi. Watermelon Sugar, hi. Hi. That's what we sound like on the school bus. Hi. Hi. Versus Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. I get knocked down, but I get up again. And you're going to knock me down. I get knocked down. Okay. Uh, Watermelon Sugar coming in at one of our newest bad hits at 2020, and uh, Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba came out in 1997. Watermelon Sugar got number one. Tub Thumping got number six. Now, Watermelon Sugar, even though it's one of the newest ones, has definitely outsold Tub Thumping by oh, Chumbawamba. Sure. Has it? 14 million well, sales Harry worldwide. Styles is, is everything. Yeah. <sighs> I just don't get it. I feel like maybe Instagram Reels or, or TikTok, I guess. I watch Reels. Because <laughs> you're old. It's ruined modern pop music. I, I'm not a fan of it whatsoever. I, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think that this sold well because it had Harry Styles attached to it. Yes. Yeah. I, this it, song is drivel. It, it is. It is drivel. And it hits, he's annoyingly smug in the song. You can hear the smugness. And it's just repetitive. And what he's singing about uh, essentially <clears> is, <throat> is, uh, <clears throat> is veiled inappropriateness. Yes. yes. Thank you. And... <laughs> he, the, Joel, literally playing your card. Thanks. Saying watermelon sugar over and over again. I had my wife pull the lyrics and count twenty five times. He just says watermelon In like sugar. A three the, minute song. The chorus is literally just Under watermelon sugar high. Watermelon sugar. Watermelon sugar high. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. It's it's literally nobody could think up lyrics. Okay. Okay. We're spending too long on the song because obviously it's going on because seriously, tub thumping is one of those '90s singles that I've never ever hated. I know we can talk about one-hit wonders. We're like, I like them now beyond its ironic point. Oh, I liked it at the time. Tub Thumping is awesome. Uh, is. That was a no-skip for me. Yeah. Even Did though not it, skip it at all. Tub Thumping was placed at number 12 in Rolling Stone's list of most annoying songs. Yeah, I get that. But and it's so multi-layered. <laughs> I actually, so listening to it again, it brought back memories. I thoroughly enjoyed Chumbawamba like back then, and I enjoy it now. So yeah, we're all it's agreeing. It's a guaranteed so, sing-along song. The death rattle facts are like, hey, let's talk about how good this song is. I know, yeah, that's basically. weird, right? <laughs> that's so weird. Okay, watermelon sugar advances. Watermelon sugar, high. Watermelon sugar, high. Watermelon sugar, high. Next up, we have Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani. Few times we run this track and Ain't no Hollaback Girl. Sorry, Zach. Wow. Sorry, listener. RIP headphone users. Versus Barbie Girl by Aqua. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life is plastic. It's, it's fantastic. fantastic. Okay, here's the deal. That song's so annoying. But why is it fun? Why is it good? Because it's, it's, it's pop, like it. happy I mean, goodness. is it really a song, though? Does it qualify as a song? No, here's, here's what I, here's it's, what I it's think. A, it's a riff. Barbie yeah. Girl is this innocent Euro trash pop song. Innocent. Innocent. Innocent in the sense of, like, they're just Joel having fun. <laughs> they just learned how to speak English, and they're just having fun with it. That's what I hear. Oh, that's what you can say to get away with it? It's, well, but <laughs> the male the voice Back in this song is painful. The Hollaback Girl was like when I suddenly went, what are you doing, Gwen Stefani? Because it's not fun, happy. It is like, I'm bitter. I'm angry. Look how no, edgy I and am. And that's, that's where the song came from is uh, she got called a cheerleader. 
Yes. And so she's like, okay, I'll do a cheerleader song. This is where Gwen Stefani sold out completely. It is. Could never go back. And it was written by uh, Gwen Stefani and Pharrell Williams. His name is going to pop up a couple times in here because he apparently, this is just based on evidence we've received, a lot of the songs we got submitted were written yeah. by or performed by Pharrell Williams. It's that hat. It weighs it's, his neck down. It gives him headaches. It's the repetitive nature. And this song is nothing but repetitive. Hollaback Girl is. Because uh, oh, well, but just over and over and Barbie over Girl again. is multi-layered. Yes. Barbie, Barbie Girl there, is one riff. They, but it's a good riff. And then they change it up. There's a there's a, even a bridge in there. It's good stuff. <laughs> Barely. But Hollaback Girl Zach, is B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Those are lyrics. The, bri- the bridge of Barbie Girl might as well be an Indiana Jones movie. Honestly, it feels like Gwen Stefani, even though she was, I don't know, 30 at the time. Yeah. This came out in 2005. She was singing like this little kid who's like, oh, I'm going to say bad words now. Yeah. I'm going to say them over and over again, and it's going to be fun. And then I'm going to act like a cheerleader. Hey, this song has been very helpful. I never have to guess how, <laughs> how to, to spell, spell bananas. bananas <laughs> ever. No, and I don't hate the album. I Actually, the Love Angel Music Baby album, uh, I do like What You Waiting For. I like Cool. Like There are songs in there I love. I hate uh, Rich Girl. Yeah. That's not a good one. Men's Magazine Maxim named Hollaback Girl as the most annoying song ever. I'm glad you're the one that said that. <laughs> okay, let's save some facts because I think we have a winner here. And the winner is the loser. <laughs> Hollaback Girl goes on. Next, we have Happy by Pharrell. Because I'm happy. Come along if you feel like a room without a roof. A room without a roof. Verse stupid. Is that making you happy? Clap. What if it rains? I don't know. I'm not happy. Versus Baby by Justin Bieber. Baby, baby, baby. Oh, like baby, baby, baby. Oh. Hey, she hasn't got through puberty I yet. was going to say, I should go higher. My apologies. Uh, happy came out in 2013, whereas Baby came out in 2010. Happy got number one, and Baby only got number five. Only number five? Yeah, but it is the 40th most viewed video on YouTube, and it's the fourth most disliked video on YouTube. That's Baby. I don't understand why people are so mean to some 16-year-old kid. We'll get well, it's there. about 13-year-olds in love. He becomes a real mm, terrible person. No, this song but is atrocious, Zach. It's bubblegum pop. Wait, wait, wait. Pop. Which is this song? Baby? Baby. Not atrocious. It's atrocious. Baby's not atrocious. atrocious. What? No. Baby is a catchy hook pop it's, single from bubblegum pop from a oh, kid. This it, was like... It's a, there's a pop music factory and they're like, ah, just go with it. Grind the gears and we have baby. It's so horrible and cliche. But you know, you know what baby has that happy does not? Luna. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, baby has more than six words because happy Literally the happy, same thing happy, over, and happy, over, happy. And over and over and over and over and over. And it's from just too. Minions, Kent. Minions. But are you saying baby is not repetitive? I'm, baby, baby, baby. The chorus ooh. is. The chorus is, but he the has things to say between them. Eight times. How many times is it played in happy? Oh, that's right. The whole song is a chorus. Like you're right. It's awful in that way. Like I actually so I don't mind the song happy, but listening to it here. Could I you was not like, tap no. your toes to happy though? Yeah. Like a room without a roof? And then my toes start bleeding because I've been tapping it. Like repeatedly, who cares about thirteen-year-olds in love? Thirteen-year-olds, <laughs> yeah. Oh, everything's so heavy. Pharrell is like the Michael Bay of the music industry. Kent, he just repeats himself over Justin and over again. Bieber's like the Sim- Justin Bieber of the music industry. <laughs> I don't lyrics, care. Just to appeal, Baby the world has audience. to go forward on this he one. Sacrifices depth for for width. Yeah, because the thirteen-year-old has depth. Are we an item? Yo, girl, quit playing. Uh huh. Pharrell says happy forty times in this. Song. How many times is Baby said in oh, Baby? Probably a lot. Uh, but also, Kent, I'm going with overratedness here because not only did Happy outperform Baby in the charts, 
It also was nominated uh, for Best Original Song at the 86th Academy Awards. It lost to Let It Go, but it got a Grammy as well, I believe. Let me see here. Yep. Nominated uh, one Grammy Award for Best Pop Solo Performance. It got a Grammy. Happy did. Yeah. Over okay. Minions. Okay. Pharrell Williams and Justin Bieber stand right in front of you. You can punch one person in the Pharrell. face. You're going to punch Pharrell in the face? 16-year-old yes. Justin Bieber. I'll do it now. No. 16. I'll do Doing it. Doing it now is different. And also, you can't do that to him right now. <laughs> His face already hurts. No. Oh. <laughs> but 16-year-old Justin Bieber yeah, with the swoopy stupid, hair. Yeah, that stupid the hair. The cute kid He's before he got corrupted. He's just a kid. Yeah. I get what he Happy. became. He's a kid singing about Pharrell's a no Oh, I'm in man. love. Shut up. I'll tell you what. I'm voting for Happy. I'm voting for Baby. I skip a meter. I got... Uh, two minutes and 44 seconds through baby. I ended the song after Luda was done because I knew Luda was coming and I like Ludacris. <laughs> Luda. 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 I like how he says his name coming into it. <laughs> he always does. That's yeah. why I like him. Yeah. Uh, I like a man who announces his presence here. Joel. <laughs> uh, I skipped happy after two minutes and 51 seconds. My note here is uh, okay. Done. I, I Sounds get, like baby was turned off before. Baby was turned off before. I But... Happy is a perfectly fine song that everyone thinks is overplayed. Well, so, I think it's overplayed because it's the same song the entire time over and over and over again. It feels like a 12-minute song, but it's only three minutes and 50 It's almost four minutes. I think that a 16-year-old Justin Bieber is getting too much hate here. Oh, but Pharrell, my gosh. Pharrell deserves is he your nephew? Happy moves on. Ah. Because I'm Next, we have When I'm Back on My Feet Again by Michael Bolton. When I'm back on my feet again. Uh, am I sure? I'll be back on my feet again. Versus <laughs> The Christmas Shoes by New Song. Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. Now, When I'm Back on My Feet Again came out in 1990. Christmas Shoes came out in 2000. The Michael Bolton song got number seven. Christmas Shoes got number 42. Okay, and I was... That's my new song, and they are a Christian rock band. Yeah. And so. I, I was actually, speaking of Christian rock, I was rocking it as a Christian out in Portugal then, so I didn't even know Christmas Shoes existed until I got back. No clue that people hated sure. that song. No clue what it was. And But also, I don't remember when I'm back on my feet again. I, so that's the thing. How it's a it, weird Bolton did, choice. Did how I, is it more annoying than any other Michael Bolton song Because When there? a Man Loves a Woman is very annoying. I oh, think that's no. a better it, song. This is a good representation of Michael Bolton in general. For some reason, when I listen to this song, if I close my eyes, I could just see movie credits. Uh, it just sounds like a movie Fun fact, song. it actually was featured in Rocky Five. Of course it the was. The director's cut. Of course it, it didn't was. didn't make it to the Because that's one. Michael Bolton music. He plays like when the credits roll. Michael Bolton's voice feels like he's like doing cardio for 30 minutes. It's so exhausting to it listen is. to this song. And for me, I skipped this song once he started getting real powerful. One minute and 10 seconds Because it goes nowhere as well. Yeah. But, but then you have... Christmas, Christmas shoes. shoes, which I feel like we should just save till the next show. There are <laughs> basically it's the first three notes that play and everyone is reaching for that dial to turn it yeah. off. We should clarify uh, in regard to seating on these. We randomized. Yeah, we, we, we took all the songs in there, gave them random numbers and then put them against each other. Totally so random. sure. Barbie with girl, a, little Hollaback tweaking, girl. Mm -hmm. a little tweaking where I put Hollaback Girl next <laughs> yeah. to Barbie Girl, just because that's the way I roll. That's how I roll. Oh. How I roll. <laughs> but uh, this was one of those random ones that came together. And I'm like, well, I feel bad for whoever submitted one back on my feet again, because it's not going to win against Christmas shoes. No. And there are three Christmas songs on this. It's a bad yeah. genre. Yeah. Which, so. pff, not the worst one, though. I was disappointed. Yes. The worst Christmas song didn't make it. 
It's the best wah, Christmas wah, wah, song. Wah, wah. That's the one. Boom, 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 but yes, boom, I, I, I'm voting for Christmas shoes because, wow, it is so overly sappy and sentimental that it's just sickly sweet. Yeah. Not a fan. Whereas Michael Bolton is more just pretty sentimental. I dare people to listen to the entire song. Michael Bolton deserves to be here for sure. On the show? On this Welcome, bracket. Michael Bolton. Hello, he, Mr. He, Bolton. Zach, he didn't announce himself, so okay, sorry. 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 <laughs> Michael okay, no, Bolton. I, I think that, that definitely deserves to be here, but... <laughs> He is going up against Christmas shoes. So I yeah. have to put the vote for Christmas shoes to go. Absolutely. On. Clean sweep. Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. Next up, we have Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Hey. Sweet oh. Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. All right. We already did that one. Yep. Yeah, we did it for intro. Good Vers- job. Versus the reason by Hoobastank. I'm not a perfect person. I like this song. Okay, okay, here's the thing. Why are you guys mocking it? I like okay, this song. I like all, both these songs. First of all, this is the first like transgression that the listener has done because they put Sweet Caroline on the worst songs of the song, it, which came out in 1969, it. whereas The Reason came out in 2004. You better back up this logic. Is it overplayed at every single thing you it's, go to? It's ubiquitous pop culture existence here. Mm. Oh, it's because it's associated, well, with sports. I think well, Zach there's that. like it. Uh, but also, but it's the bop, bop, bop. That's what makes this annoying. But that's the audience participating yeah. more than the song itself. And it's there are it, no there are no ba ba ba's. I understand. I'm sorry. You played exactly. this song and immediately you're like, oh yeah, I don't want to hear the song again. Hands. You hear Neil Diamond touching and you're like, hands. This is beautiful. Reaching out. Are you listening to more? Touching than, me. Touching you. Are you listening to more than one minute and twenty nine seconds of this song? I am. By you are listening. You you listen to the second verse. If, if we're making a songs, comparison. Yes. With like Mr. Gutter Voice. I hate Hoobastink. It's the worst band name I've ever heard in my life. The reason is one worst of my least favorite get... songs. Are you all... kidding? I hate, yeah, I hate Hoobastink. But you like I Dashboard Confessional? Because they're no, the same. I don't like that. Well, when are you gonna... That's slander right there. Yeah. I do not like Dashboard. Oh, I come must because I call him Dashboard. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like Hoobastink killed the alternative genre with this sleepy, dry song. It's fine. Drink I some like water, it. Hoobastink. I think this is a personal opinion, Ken. I think uh, you you may have submitted this one or something because this is one of those where I'm like, why did this get put on here? Because it killed alternative music. I think people may not like Sweet Caroline because uh, Neil Diamond said that the inspiration for the song was John F. Kennedy's daughter, Caroline, who was 11 years old when the song was released. Yeah. <laughs> he took it back eventually. He did. Well, he was he was 28 when it came out, but he did say it was actually about his wife, Marsha, but he needed a three-syllable name. So he saw a picture of Caroline... On a horse. Yeah. But then he went, also sang it at Caroline's 50th birthday party. He did. That's weird. So it got less creepy that way. No, I it's th- wrong for this song to be on the list. I think Hoobastank is very of its time. A bad time. Clearly the end of alternative music. Sweet no. Caroline is no. timeless. Timeless. Should we tick off Z- uh, Kent? Zach? Don't do it. <laughs> Hoobastank cannot win over Neil Diamond. Wait, Hoobastank. Wait, but then if, but if he wins, wins, loses, it goes on. Hoobastank. Hoobastank. Zach, make the right choice here. Okay, I don't, so I guess I'm voting for Hoobastank to go on. That's what you're saying? Yes. So Sweet Caroline loses. Yeah, so we're going to sing Hoobastank again. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Because I actually like both of these songs very much. Very much. I can't finish Sweet Caroline. I cannot finish Sweet Caroline. I enjoy it. But I do agree with you guys that out of these two, probably the more annoying one to everyone would be uh, Hoobastank. Yeah. So I don't agree with it. hit my stomach. I I like it both, though. I skip Sweet Caroline after one minute, 29 seconds. I do not like the second verse. I'm done with it by then. I did not skip the Hoobastank song. Poor you. 
The reason is you. Well, that's a sweeter voice. When did it come out? 2004. I was 14. I was 14. Oh, God taste in music, clearly. I like the music video, too. All right. The reason moves on. Next, we have Single Ladies by Beyonce. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. Now put your hands up. Why do we all know this dance? Because it's so good. That music video is so good. I, I'm, I'm going to let you finish, but I agree. <laughs> Versus Royals by Lord. And, and we'll never, never be Royals. 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 It's a You can say foil because we're all getting evicted that one. Oh, yeah. So uh, Single Ladies came out in 2008. Number one. Came out, yeah, in 2013. Yeah, number one. They're both number one hits. Uh, Beyonce actually sold less. Which is weird. Lord. Yeah, Lord has 10 million in sales. Beyonce has 6.1 digital singles sold, whatever that means. Remember yeah. when I was defending the 16-year-old Justin Bieber? Yeah. Yeah, Lord was 16 when she wrote, when she put this song out. You didn't defend her? A little different. But it feels deeper than baby, baby, baby. This song, I, I get why it's here. First of all, overplayed. For sure. Which one? Uh, Royals. Okay. Well, I mean, most everything on this list is overplayed, but for sure, Royals was overplayed. And I have talked to a lot of people about this. There is something about the interval in the music, the the, the, the distance between the notes that Royals. really yeah. uh, irks people. Yeah. Really, like certain people will listen to this, and and it just is nails on a chalkboard. So I get that. Mm. I am not one of those people. I like this song very much. The Royals. Yes. Is it because that she got the idea when she saw a 1976 photograph of Kansas City Royals baseball player George Brett signing baseballs and the team name said Royals on his shirt? And she went, I'm going to write a song about that. Yep. Yep. That works for me. Listen, baseball. This genre for, for Lord is sleepy, haunted, alt-rock pop. Yes. Like it's like she tried to create something and then she created Billie Eilish. Cloned she, yeah. from <laughs> Lord. This song created Billie Eilish. Shame on her. What? But we can't blame it on what happened later. <laughs> okay. Because meanwhile, I mean, and also I think it's a, it's a problem because in the video, in the Royals video, sh- that uh, Lord does not wear a titanium robo glove because Beyonce did. And uh, it was awesome. <laughs> as, her, as her alter ego, Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce. Uh, <sighs> that video, that video, by the way. It, the, the ripoff. The ripoff video? The single ladies? Yeah. Yeah. Ripoff of what? It's a ripoff. Of what? L- look it up. I it's, did. It's a direct take of an, an older video from, I think, the 70s. What? Yeah, for sure. Look, I didn't see that in my research. But I I don't know why people hate single ladies, honestly. I think it's because as it's, been parody, man, it's been parodied I still relate so to many times. Well, that's true. And the parodies are really annoying. But it's because it made such a cultural impact. Like, it hit the ground running. People knew the song. People loved the video. I watched the video while preparing for the show, and I was like, it's still really fun. Uh, it just feels like a bit much. And then I watched Lord's music video, and I was like, because uh, it's sleepy yeah yeah so i am voting for lord to move on as the worst song out of these two because i think beyonce's song is still so much fun to listen to and you guys know the whole I th- thing i think beyonce is definitely overrated this song is a lot of fun well it's like her her hit right this is beyonce's hit but yeah. two minutes and three three seconds in when she starts singing about infinity and beyond okay yeah. buzz Lightyear, i'm done with your song <laughs> when she's like it's Those are so the exact lyrics. Bad. It's so. It wasn't so how painful. the sun started out with a baby draft. Like, wee, wee. it's painful. <laughs> that's a yes. that's the sound of baby draft. That's yeah, baby draft. Drafts don't have vocal cords, Kent. Oh, oh, uh, what? That's true. No. Drafts don't have vocal cords. We we can do the dance. We're, We're get, putting this to the test. We'll, we'll get what animals <laughs> say later on. <laughs> well played. 
We can do the dance to single ladies. You know, you can throw the bouquets. Okay, you'll be throwing the bouquet but it's like to four, single it's ladies. Four seconds for the rest of, of humor, your life. and then it's kitsch, right? Yeah, for single ladies. Single ladies, no, single ladies. Lo- Royals is like kind of like you said. It's a sleepy village, but with it's got and I like the song. It's fine, but I can see why people don't like it. David that, Bowie Royals. and Dave Grohl both praise the song and Lord. Royals will be on my playlist forever. Single ladies, I, I'm going to be haunted by because you go to a wedding, someone's going to be playing it. Because it's good. Because it's cliche. It's good. Because it fits a niche, a niche for uh, someone to have a party to. Because people can do the dance. But is it a good song to listen to? Absolutely yes. not. Nope, it's not. It goes on for me. It so wins. you're voting for single it's ladies to move song. on as a worse Royals song. Royals is not a bad song. I'm voting for Royals to move on as a worse song. No, guys, no. Yes, Ken, yes. No matter what wins, we all lose. That sure really brings, brings out your eyes. You look great. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Neither of these songs will go past the next round because neither are really a bad song in my mind. No, this is, this is a, a decent song matchup for sure. Yeah, but I think we're going to be in trouble if we don't take out single ladies in the first round, Zach. I think we need to move Royals into the next round. I, th- I think we just have to. It's too sleepy. It's dry. Maybe musically it's a better song, but single mm. ladies would be wrong to move forward. Okay. Yeah, you Beyonce lovers over here. I like single Blah. ladies. Yeah. I like single ladies, okay? Hey, I understand that you like single ladies. Song. <laughs> so if you're married, you wouldn't move the song forward? Nope. Is that what I'm hearing? Royals moves on, I guess. And we'll never be Next, we have Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note, but don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Versus Play It Again by Luke Bryan. Play it again, play it again, play it again. Skip. What? Same argument as uh, earlier for the Luke Bryan, Florida Georgia yeah, Line song. This is just independently. I don't know. I don't know if it was the same same family or something, but the fact that two Luke Bryan songs made it in when it's like there's so much country out there was surprising to me. Yeah, this, it, this is somehow more forgettable than the last one for me. Yeah, and also never heard of the song. But it's forgettable, annoying. No, I think this is just because we're going for worst, most no, annoying no, no, song no. here. This is background trouble. annoying or worst. It's a worse song than "Don't Worry, Be Happy." Don't I worry, be happy is I, a give, legacy Don't give song. me your angry eyebrows. I completely agree yeah. with you. <laughs> I'm like but, Joel. But don't worry, be happy. This was this was a uh, worst popular song. It's more popular. Sure. I mean, but doesn't it immediately make you smile? Uh, yes. It does for the commercial length that it should be. This was a take from uh, Blake the Barber at the Barber Shop. Sure. He said, "This is a good jingle, right? This is a good song okay. for a commercial. You want to listen to a four minute song? Yeah, of some guy because making this is music yes. history. Zach, you have kids, and every child th- should learn about. Don't worry, be happy. No." They should. Joel, we were treasured enough to be raised in an age when this song was new. That's a good way to put it. And, and I feel grateful. I remember watching this video and seeing Robin Williams and just being happy of them being goofy. Yeah. And uh, Bobby McFerrin, by the way, he's not even Jamaican. Like he has this kind of little bit of an accent there, but he says he's, he's from New York, but he says the accent was heavily influenced by Juan's Mexican restaurant, which was just around the corner from the studio. Nice. I was like, uh, I had no idea. As a Listen, kid. and if we need any reason to eliminate the winner here, which is don't worry, be happy. It's on Rolling Stone's list of the 15 best whistling songs of all time. <laughs> acapella is trash. Hey, it's the first acapella song to get number one Acapella's, on Billboard. Acapella True. sucks. Acapella is fun. In moderation. And yeah. moderation is one Listen. minute and 25 seconds of this song. No. Anything beyond oh. that is... How was Play It Again? Needles in the ears. Play it again, play it again, play it again. Zach, you couldn't sing this song. I skipped it Play It Again song. at 48 seconds as soon as the chorus started because I didn't want to hear it anymore because it's so bad. Yeah. 
It's the worst song. It is a worst song. So we're all voting for Play It Again to move on is the worst song? Don't worry, Be Happy is more annoying, so I'll vote for that even though it won't win. I guess we'll have to play it again in the next round. You're Boo. funny. <laughs> she said, play it again, play it again, play it again. Next, we have Runaround by Blues Traveler. I say, yeah. Why you want to give me a run around? I'm just going falsetto for now. When all the it slow me down. Versus Friday by Rebecca Black. It's Friday. Friday. Gonna get down on Friday. In the interest of time, can we agree? Run around's a pretty good song on Friday. It's just terrible. Yes. I wouldn't say just terrible. I still enjoy. I enjoy. Just ironically, ironically enjoy that's a Friday. Problem. It's ironic. And it did get the same amount of votes as Hey Soul Sister. So they got kind of multiple votes. People wanted to vote for that one. Sure. Um, I didn't think Runaround was the more annoying song of Blues Trevor. I would have given the more annoying song to Hook. Oh, I like, I like Hook. I like it too, but I think yeah. people would find that one seem more ubiquitous I think to it's me. for the chorus because when it's just the Runaround chorus, it's the kind of, yeah, it's just the yelling. I it's a little annoying. Around, around. But they did win the Grammy for best rock vocal from a duo or group. And also, it kind of recharted on its 20th anniversary, which I think is kind of cool. So good for them. Yeah. But yeah, Runaround is the a better, better song. song of the two. Absolutely. So Friday by Rebecca Black is going to move on real quick because apparently we don't want to talk about it. We're saving it for later. Absolutely, we are. And the obvious winner here is Rebecca Black's Fly Day. It's Next, we have Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Girls hit your hallelujah. Woo. Girls hit your hallelujah. Woo. Girls hit your hallelujah. Because that's the funk to give to you. Kent has so little funk that wasn't even in rhythm at all. Hey, <laughs> now. Versus, oh no, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Near, far, wherever you are. I can't, I can't belt I it like her. Well, thank you. Uh, so Uptown Funk came out in 2014, whereas My Heart Will Go On came out in 1997. Uptown Funk was number one in 19 countries, and My Heart Will Go On is number one in 25 countries. Wow. Now, we did talk about My Heart Will Go On before on Beckett's episode 142 and A Man Loves Some Love Songs, because I love My Heart Will Go On. You would. It's so such a joy choice. It's I, I I know I know it's overplayed. Overplayed. I, or, this dominated the box for an it, entire year. But Zach wasn't even born then, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I I really love it, and it's it's sappy. I know, but it's so powerful. I love it. My heart will go on and on and on. Stop this song now, yes. Zach. How long did you make it into this Skip song? Skip meter alert from Zach. Uptown funk, not applicable. No skips. I like this song. It is very. Fun. Is it, the, people, is it the hot dangs or the woos? Which uh, I found out, by the way, totally ripped off. The, Sampled? Uh, up, no, totally ripped off. Uptown Funk, they had they actually got sued because of similarities oh, with another right. song called Oops Upside Your Head. Oops Upside Your Head. Yeah. Oops Upside Your Head by the Gap Band. Jerk. And I listened to it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is. They ended up paying 70% of the publishing royalties to this band they completely ripped off. I really, really like Uptown Funk. I think it's a fun song. It's I fun. I don't know why it's here, other than somebody heard it one too many times. However, my heart will go on. Let's talk about at three minutes and 21 seconds in. You made it that long? When the drums come in and so this good. epic song takes the next level. Yes. Oh, man. Can why is this here? calm it down, though? Not everything's this heavy. No, it's so good. She needs to go. She needs to go big because it was a big ship, Kent. It was. Listen. Big. It was the Titanic. Listen, Joel. Men's Magazine Maxim deemed it as the second most <laughs> tragic event ever to result from the fabled ocean liner. Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and we'll 
Titanic was the song that wasn't supposed to happen. Like yeah. James Cameron didn't really want it. Celine Dion didn't want to sing it. But then it came I, out. I actually and it would was, feel signature song. I feel bad voting for it because I want it to go forward. I but James Horner wrote the composition. But well, you're James voting Horner. for it means it doesn't. Move, no, it does move. Yeah, forward. I'm voting for it to go forward. I think it's more annoying. See, and I think Uptown Funk is more annoying because it's an earworm that will not leave your head. Oh, and the lyrics sounds fun. The lyrics are so you're saying it's repetitive. Catchy. They're repetitive. It's kind of stupid lyrics. Got a great hook. Great hook. Uh, but also really not great when your kids try to sing along with it. Oh, so yeah, that uh, that was a factor uh, yeah. for me of being like, I'm yeah, not, I don't want this. Uh huh. Yeah, I agree with you. So I'm voting for Uptown Funk to move on. It's the worst song for you out of the two. Yes. Yeah. I enjoy both these songs, but I cannot in good conscience send Celine we, Dion further in this playlist. We can. No, we can't. You totally can't. The nineties no. were a long time ago, Kent. No. We've all healed. I have not. I was I was a kid sitting in the back seat of a car while this song was coming I out. I have all PTSD the time. I had and D too. stands for Dion. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Celine is a treasure. She doesn't know you. She's a Canadian treasure. French Canadian treasure. She's, Bonjour. Ca- she's Quebec's angel. Bonjour. No, she I'm not no way. She's not going on in this list. So we are voting for Uptown Funk. I'm voting Funk for Uptown Funk. So that moves on in our worst bracket. Next, we have This Kiss by Discount Shania Twain. Hey! <laughs> you take that back or I'm not singing. This by kiss, Faith Hill. This Kiss! Versus Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. Wake me up! Wake me up inside. I can't wake up! Can't wake, wake up and Save me! me. <laughs> We're so good. We're so good at making these songs guys, more annoying. Guys, I'm fighting some sandbags right now with my size. Wow. <laughs> so this kiss came out in 1998, and Bring Me to Life came out in 2003. Uh, Discount Shania Twain got number one. Hey! <laughs> Evanescence got number five. You stop that. The, the, both those ladies were fighting for my heart back in the late 90s. Uh, Bring Me to Life has over 1.1 billion views on YouTube. Yeah. F- from sad people who just watch it over and over again. <laughs> True story. So yeah. it's funny, though, because I, I actually found out Amy Lee from Evanescence. Yeah. She did like she had her song "Bring Me to Life," which she got because she was in an abusive relationship, and this this friend kind of asked her point blank, like, "Are you happy? Are you really? Are you okay?" Yeah. And she kind of got inspired to say, "This person brought me to life. They they helped me realize this relationship, and it was no good." And so she had this song, and then the studio made her, against her wishes, add the male vocal rap by uh, Paul McCoy. Yes. Yeah, it was very similar to like Lincoln Park was really popular at that time, and that's why they did it. Right. But can you imagine this song without that rap part? Yeah, I tried to overly I, dramatic. <laughs> I tried to. I'm not saying it's good, but it's it's definitely that kind of era of like you know Barbie girl and I have the the deep voice and then the high pitched girl and and yeah, but, it's crappy song associated with a crappy Ben Affleck movie. Oh, Daredevil! I don't think that's it's a made crappy it song at all. I think it's a terrible. Song. I don't think it's a crappy. I've song. seen them perform it live, and I'm dreading the fact that I have to see them perform it live because Paul McCoy was the there. She she got another guy to sing with her. Oh, that's terrible. I I hate. How could you hate this, this song? song? Hate. It's great. Song. That bass at the beginning. Two, oh, yeah. you have good speakers. That two seconds in. Two seconds in. Oh and I wow! It. I never. That's some weird bias right there. Disagree. No Faith, however, this kiss by Faith Hill. You know how far I got into that. Um, well, I just want to point out that at one minute and 54 seconds, there's a pretty bomb key change because I didn't skip anything on this wonderful song. I like both these songs. I don't know why you guys are hating on either one of them. No. This, I did a parody of this kiss this for one kiss of our patrons. Is, see, this kiss is great. I feel like I'm a good Chris. kisser, but I feel like I don't know about centrifugal motion. This is so not, maybe if I did, I'd have a girlfriend. This is I, I note here. Best use of centrifugal in any song. Yeah. Absolutely. Physics, kids. It's so fun. <laughs> I, I think it's a cute. I think this kid is a cute song. And I love Bring Me to Life for that heavier, edgy side. See, I just, I don't like country. 
I've never liked Faith Hill. The song is <gasps> it's a bit too much. I'm sorry. I think she's... Kid, that matters to me. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Would you cry just a little? <laughs> but I, I do like just the breathe. Evanescence. Just let me breathe. No, oh, wow. Just you love her. Breathe. I did. Faith Hill and Shania Twain were battling for my don't heart. That impress me night, much. The, okay. I like Shania too. Uh, but I like the Evanescence song a lot more. But I... So I understand why people wouldn't like this kiss because it's country and it's twangy and it's got that high pitched quality yep. to it. I could see why people don't like Bring Me to Life because it's got the kind of growly, angry dude and then the high pitch along with it too. And it's, it's like more rocky. It's got that uh, that very common false hardness that people had back then. Yeah, it was like they're called I'm, emos. I'm angry. <laughs> I'm angry at what's happening in white suburbia right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's an entire generation of kids. It's awful. Take your Lincoln Park. What are you guys go. voting for then? Obviously, you're voting for Evanescence. I'm voting Zach, for Evanescence. For Bring Me to Life. Faith Hill to go forward. As much as I never want to hear them again. So you want, you want Zach, you want Evanescence to go forward with Bring Me to Life. Ken, you want Faith Hill to go yes. forward. Yes. This Joel, is like the popular girl fellas. and the goth girl in a fight right now. Yeah, I'll take, yeah. The, I'll take the popular girl. Goth girl will kick her butt. <laughs> and then go cry about it. Yes, she will. <laughs> well, okay. I'll just go with this then. I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other because I like, I like both these songs and I enjoy them. Uh but I'm going to go for the fact that one of these is attached to a movie that I hate. And it's This Kiss by Faith Hill is attached to Practical Magic. So Faith Hill is moving on. Bring Me to Life is the, is the better. Daredevil song, beats Practical Magic. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm displeased with this choice, but I do not have to listen to Evanescence again. So good job, Joel. <laughs> this Kiss moves on. It's the Next is Baby Shark by Pink Fong. How does this one go? Mm, hold on. I don't know if I know this one. Yeah, let's well, not sing it, okay? Let's, let's not sing it. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. And we have I Love It by Iconopomp featuring somebody else. Charlie XCX. Charlie X. I don't care. I love it. I don't care. I love it. Now, uh, Baby Shark was uploaded to YouTube in 2015 by Pink Fong. However, it was a campfire song years, years and years ago. Did you guys know this is like Mama Jaws? Do, 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 do. No, we did like nope. Lost My Arm, do, 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 do. Yeah, it was a little more Lost graphic. My Arm, do, 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 do. I mean, this, really? is, this has been being sung at girls' camp for decades. Yeah. And, and boys' camp. So, Baby Shark <laughs> hit number 32 on the Hot 100. Surprising, but the video on YouTube has 10 billion views. Whereas I love it. Uh, has 4.3 million digital downloads and number seven on the Hot 100. I just want to point out, when you say 10 billion views, that's over the population of the world. Yes. That is more uh, than everyone in the world watching that video. Kids are not smart, <laughs> and so they just put songs on repeat. And well, Baby Shark is, it's the Coco Melon of music. Well, and Pink Fong isn't a band. Right. They're an education brand. It's yeah. a South well, Korean entertainment company. And here's the thing. This song itself, if we spread beyond Pink Fong, I mean, that's the version we're talking about. But um, I found out that when my wife was a preschool teacher at the school, they were listening to a different version of it on Spotify. Hmm. This song itself is all over the we, place. We may be talking about Baby Shark a little bit too much. Probably. We're talking because, about, because I will admit when someone... No, no, we're not. Well, because when someone submitted I Love It by Icona Pop, I sure. went, uh, what is that song? And I listened yeah. to it, and I started going, oh, this one. Yeah. yeah but I the lyrics care. are pretty dumb. Like, I crashed my car into the bridge. I don't care. I love it. Yeah, make sure to find the radio version, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Some sort. I think that uh, this version is, at first, you go, okay, it's 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 just a normal pop song. And right. there's something about the, the mixing of the electronic sounds that really kind of at the beginning when it started up I, when it started up I was like oh what is this but then when the chorus came in I was fist pumping I, I, I really care. enjoyed it I think it's annoying 
I, I think, but I don't, I also don't think it's like well known as hated. Like I don't think as many people, I think that this was a personal. I agree pick. with grading, but it's not hating. I, for, th- for I do think. Person, I think it was a personal uh, issue for the person that chose it. Cause I went, wow, out of all the songs out there. It could be, one, it yeah. could be an axe to grind situation, but yeah. here, here's the thing. I don't even think baby shark should be on this list. You're not going to hear it on the radio. This isn't. A, this is a kid's song. Exactly. You don't have to hear it on the radio when you hear it in your head 24-7. I understand, but it's just. It's a kid's song. I get that you're annoyed listening to it. I've heard it at it my totally house too. It totally counts. But it's. But, but you're going to say you're going to get mad at a kid's song for being a kid's song because yeah. it's catchy. Because I love that you're saying this. Yeah. I'm going to bring it up later, Zach. That, that's fine. That's fine. There's another one I'm going to bring up. Mm, Wait for it, Zach. Okay, you're going to use my argument against me yes, I am. because I just don't think that. I don't think that you can say, oh, I don't like this for being juvenile because it's not for you. It's for kids. I understand that but you don't parents like it. have to listen to the songs that kids listen to. It's like to. let it go. But you're not it turning on the died. radio and hearing that. Let it go. It's not let it go. It's fault. on YouTube. That's on TV all the time. Oh. It's not even that. If you have a like a, an Amazon Echo in your car, you're not listening to the radio. You're listening to that. And guess what the kids are asking to play all the time? I challenge you to have more control. I do. Situation. When I'm in the car, I do. Exactly. Yeah. You, you can mitigate that. Whereas if you're flipping through the radio, this is where this bad pop. It's song like will a come curse. On. It's like tinnitus. It just appears in your ear. But we're all voting. Like I'm voting for Baby Shark. Baby Shark goes on for sure. Well, that's fine. It can go on. It's the wrong choice, but that's fine. It's the right choice. <laughs> Next, we have Mbop by Hanson. Mbop, Versus Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. Then I dug my key into the side of his pretty little souped up four wheel drive. I don't really know this song either. What? You don't know that song? Before He Cheats. I don't know country. So that was like, that was a crossover. That was ubiquitous. Now, Hanson, Mbop, three M's. By Hanson came out in 1997. Before He Cheats came out in 2006. Why didn't someone choose mm That would have been a perfect matchup with Mbop. Oh, you guys remember that Batman being drunk song? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what Mbop is to me. No. It's nonsense. Um, Zach? It is nonsense. I'd invite you to be a little more sad and read the lyrics. I have read the lyrics. The lyrics? I can't understand the lyrics. You have so many relationships in this life. Only one or two will last. You go through all the pain and strife. Then you turn your back and they're gone so fast. And yet somehow that sounds like... Okay, they mumble a lot, but it's deeper than it's meant to be. Kent, uh, Zach, they were kids. They had a kid's song. How can you get mad at a kid's song? (laughs) I could understand Justin Bieber. That's not not this argument, but they they were kids. They were little teens when they came out. Yeah. But before he cheats, I was like, well, you know, I actually like cheesy country songs. I just, I cannot condone... Illegal acts of vandalism for legal acts of moral stupidity. And do we actually have any evidence that he actually cheated? Objection, Your Honor. Speculation. Wow. Okay, go on. Because the whole time she's like, uh, he's probably doing this. She's probably doing this. I'm really doing some vandalism. And I can't condone that. Therefore, I'm voting for before he cheats. I got one minute and 13 seconds into the Hanson song. I got 22 seconds into Before He Cheats. <laughs> I think this song is awful. And I love I'm Carrie right, Underwood. but I'm right with you there. Carrie Underwood's great. This is I, I hate that this is her most popular song. <laughs> is it? I Are there so. any like guy revenge songs of like, she broke up with me, so I trashed her house? Do you um, feel like that ain't cool? They're, they're, uh, they're now podcasts about true crime. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like Taylor Swift heard Before He Cheats and was like, I'm going to make that my entire career? <laughs> 
Revenge songs? That's perfect. Uh, it was never overplayed for me, but I think of the two songs, I think Mbop is a better song than Before He Cheats. And there is actually an original version of Mbop, which is a little slower, not as catchy. Mm-hmm. But then when it got to the upbeat pop track, that's when it really took off. So yeah, Before He Cheats is moving on. Next is Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. Do I want to sing this? We didn't want to sing it. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> Versus Last Christmas by Wham. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And the very next day, you gave it, you gave it away. Blurred Lines, by the way, written by uh, Pharrell Williams again. He's one of the people that helped write it. And they wrote it during a three-day writing season, which I'm like, it took you three days to write this crap? Yeah. Because here's the thing. When I first heard Blurred Lines, I was like, eh, that's kind of a little fun little tune. And then I started listening to the lyrics and I was like, wait, what? What did you just say? Yeah. What are you talking oh, about? So you didn't see the video, which is good. Yeah. Um, so Blurred Lines was number one. Or the one. famous live performance. Yeah. Oh, oh, I saw that. I think that's actually what ruined Robin Thicke for good. 100%. Because that was so awful. Ruined He's Robin Thicke that no one had ever Son of, of Alan yes. Thicke of Growing Pains. Yeah. Really? He's so ashamed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been so ashamed. So Blurred Lines, number one. For 12 weeks. <sighs> Insane. And Last Christmas was number seven in 1984. And here's the problem I have with this matchup. I have positive associations with both of these. Uh, the first is I have positive associations with Blurred Lines because of Weird Al Yankovic's Word, Al Yankovic's Word Crimes. Word it's a crimes. very fun song. In fact, it should be the definitive version of this song. You get I agree. The, you get the fun, admittedly fun beat. And yeah. the lyrics, instead of being trashy and sleazy, are actually educational. Uh, the fun beat that they stole, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it was stolen. They, yeah, they stole it from uh, Marvin Gaye's uh, Gotta Give It Up. Oh, okay. And Joel, so do you remember that scene in Lost when Sawyer's being tortured in there? I believe it's Sawyer. And they are putting bamboo shoots underneath his fingernails. Yes, yes. That's blurred lines for me. Ha! <laughs> I hate this song well, so yeah. much. I was mentioning positive associations. Yes. My positive association with Last Christmas is that it's an awesome song, and y'all are crazy, and I it's love it. It's not very good. Hey, hey, don't say y'all. I'm, I put this on my uh, on episode 37, Beg Cell podcast, you merry gentlemen. I this think is I was, my guilty pleasure. Yeah. I, I yeah, think, guilty pleasure because it's guilty, right? Yeah, it's like, re- you understand it, this that. This is absolutely repetitive, but yeah. I, something fun and innocent about it. I have it. come around on this song in recent years. Maybe the last two Christmas seasons, I'm like, no, I've accepted this into my life. Whereas Blurred Lines, is, it's just trash. It's trash. Well, then Blurred Lines goes on. Yay. Everybody get up. Gentlemen, we're halfway through. <laughs> round Jeez, here we go. It's a big it's Painful. Yeah, uh, it's going to get Moving worse. on to the other side of the bracket. We have Old Town Road by Lil Nas X and Billy. Gonna take my horse to, to the, the Old Town Road. I'm gonna... gonna Ride like I can no more. Versus All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. And I, I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. So give me some death rattle facts for that song because it's not moving. Uh, can I? It, but it is kind of awful though, right? No, we're getting so it's, sick it's of it. It's only awful because it's inescapable. If, and it's getting more popular by the year. If it's awful, then... You can't listen to Bing Crosby. You can't listen to Andy Williams. You can't listen to Nat King Cole. But can't you? No, it's absolutely in that same category. Zach, now. have you ever had a food that you get so sick of the more you eat? Yeah. Let's say donuts. Are donuts not delicious? Yeah, no, but you can call them worse if you personally, we are personally voting for these. 
Yeah. If they are considered worse in your mind, nope. granted, this is not worse than Old Town Road, which has, I got the horses in the back, horse Horse stock is attached. attached. Oh. How does Matty Black? Oh, well, I like this song. So, All I Want for Christmas you, you has charted every single holiday season since its original release. Every single holiday season, it starts charting. It actually hit number one 25 years after its release. It's insane. I understand people don't like it, but they don't so, like it because it comes on all the time. But it comes on all the time because it's good. I've never been a radio guy. Old Town Road? I kind of missed the success of, mm-hmm. and apparently there's so many like remixes of this song that did really well. Yeah. It was number one for 19 weeks. Why? And it somehow brought forth a new genre of hip hop country that became popular for a little while. But how? I don't know. And why? For one song. Yeah. Uh, th- th- it was very popular. Okay. Florida Georgia line would like a word. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think all I want for Christmas is you. To me, it's a meme of people just deciding to be mad at it because the internet told Do you know them why I'm mad? mad because it's like as soon as Halloween ends, those notes come on. Guys, we got a lot more to get through. we got a lot more to get through. We've already decided. She now posts about it. And it makes me time. sad. I'm like, don't decorate for Christmas yet. So we're going to agree that Old Town Road moves on. Yes. Yeah. Next, we have a Tom's Diner by Susan Vega. Versus Mambo Number 5 by Lou Vega. A little bit of Monica. A little bit of Chandler. What? A little bit of Phoebe's all I need. That's not how it goes. Tom's Diner has a really fun beat, and I like it a lot. Yeah. Well, the original Tom's Diner, when she wrote it the first time, it was 1989, and it was kind of this kind of a soft and somber song. But then this... These British record producers called DNA took it, remixed it, added the dance beat to it, and that's what became the big hit in 1990. And did you know it's written about Tom's Restaurant, which is famously known as the location of Monk's Cafe from Seinfeld? Yeah. Oh. That's where it was. In fact, some people have gone so far as to analyze the lyrics and figure out the exact day she wrote the song because she's talking about real events that are mm-hmm. happening just around her. So it's like... Yeah, it's not really a song. Dies. It's just kind of a diet. It's but a it's, monologue, it's essentially. Yeah. It is a simple repetitive hook. And then you get Mambo number five. I got 56 seconds into Mambo number five. I I love Mama Number Five. I hate it. I bobbed to that was one every time. Was it the first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, his middle name is Lubega. <gasps> Lubega. His name is David Lubega Balamesi. He's nope. from Germany. He's from Germany, which we talked about on episode one. This was a standard on the box, played right after My Heart Will Go On, so you guys probably love it. Uh, this song takes you back to the late 90s, a time of less cares, more hit one hit wonders. But it's probably a worse song than Tom's Diner, even though Tom's Diner is way more simple. Tom's Diner has come back into the fold in the forefront because of a cover that got popular on TikTok. Mm-hmm. The cover itself is an extremely annoying version of this song, Ooh. and I think it has tainted this particular version. Well, sure. it was also sampled in centuries by Fallout Boy. They sampled that little... Yes. Da, 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 da. I'm having a hard time with this one because both these songs I enjoy and I listen uh, to. I'll kick it off. Mambo number five. Is, M- is Mambo bad. number five. Okay. Then I'll, I'll say Tom's Diner just to pity vote that way. Pity vote for you stinking. Mambo number five moves on. Is that a, a personal attack against Joel? No, that's what okay. it's, <laughs> it's like. I'm going to give it a pity vote. Like, what, it doesn't want votes. It does. It, it, this is bad. Votes are bad. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita. Next is Bicycle Race by Queen. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. Versus... My humps, I'm my not. black eyed peas. Jeez. My hump, my hump, 
My hump, my hump, my I, hump. I drive these brothers sing. crazy. I, I do it on the daily. They treat me really nicely. They buy me all these ices. I want to point out, I wanna point out that Ken was reading the lyrics. Zach was, Zach was singing them from memory. <laughs> so I want to point that out. I'm keeping my pride over here. I'm not even going to really talk about Bicycle Race. Well, I could because... Okay, but it is kind of a juvenile queen song, right? It's the, the queen song you like when you're a kid because it's so simple. Yeah, it is. It's just, it's, I can see how people song. might not like it. It's an unusual song. Well, it's like a word association. Some blasphemy. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but uh, well, blasphemy because he doesn't like Star Wars. He does actually like Star Wars. He's put that in lyrics. Yeah, I found that out because I was like, oh, how dare but you. it is one of the most downloaded bicycle theme songs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that from Bicycle Magazine? <laughs> I subscribe yeah. versus the one where you're not riding with your hands. Which, and then you get My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas, which I did. Th- there were a couple of songs that didn't make the cut of inappro- too inappropriate for Bacon Cell Conversation. I still don't know how this one slid under the radar. It didn't slide under the radar. I pointed it out like, guys, guys, but it, it guys. just, Joel, it has to be here. You could put the mo- the filthiest version of this song and people would be like, yeah, it belongs but to the song. But if we didn't put list. in the thong song, thong song, why is my hump Oh, you did. Now you're calling out thong song? I am because we got this okay, song Okay, what's here. worse, thong song or my humps? I don't know. Well, this because I can't remember. I don't know thong song. It was it happened while I was Actually, gone. thong song has a really good. Anyways, no. I don't want to see it. <laughs> this song uh, is Michael Scott's ringtone in the office. It is. So, you know, that's got to mean something. This, uh, my humps by Black Eyed Peas was one where I... I hurried through my research. So I'm like, I cannot take this because not only is it the, the, you know, the vulgarity, the, vul- the vulgar nature of the song, it's not even catchy. It's annoying. Well, the problem with the song is I think Black Eyed Peas actually were a really good band before this. There were so many good Very songs talented. by them. I really liked a lot of songs. And this, I think, was a direction in the wrong way. But this has all the, the things that people don't seem to like in the song. It's a really high-pitched, whiny voice, mm-hmm. uh, a repetitive lyrics nonsensical lyrics right and no real music it's just kind of a, a beat yep so uh, it's worse definitely um i like my humps <laughs> i mean i'm not saying i'm not a fan <laughs> but i i mean bicycle race is like the queen song that you're introduced to as a kid and you love it and you sing along so my humps moves on <laughs> they sure do <laughs> what you gonna do with all that junk all that junk inside your trunk i'm gonna get 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 you drunk now we have I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. <laughs> Good job, guys. First is Rude by Magic. Why you gotta be so rude? Don't you know you're human too? Now, I, uh, f- I'm gonna, I'm going to pull out my flag here and throw it on the ground. Foul? Why? Why would anyone vote for I want okay. to dance with somebody? I try to jump into their brain. Why? Whoever chose it, because I think it's repetitive. That is a crazy pick to put on here. It, I don't know it, who put it on it here, but that's oft, a crazy pick. It is oft played. Yes. Could be annoyingly peppy. It is like ha- pure 80s happiness in music form. I, I have to say, I think it is a crime that this song was not on the bracket done earlier this year. The Song of Songs. This is a Song of Songs. I agree. This I agree. An all A Whitney Houston song. So this is top four, maybe. Uh, because Whitney Houston's an all-timer. She is. Absolutely. So you're saying that it's... She it's, should have many songs in the song of songs. It's fourth place in the tier one of artists? Yes, precisely. Okay, wow, don't Save for yeah. our Artist of Artists episode. Oh, we should do that. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have Rude. Rude by Magic. Magic, all caps. Which hit number one and has a global global sales of 8.6 million. It did win the Juno Award for Single of the Year. Which is a Canadian Grammy. 
It yeah. was so it's a wannabe reggae song. I put this song is if Train tried to mimic Jason Mraz impersonating 311. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How would you say that about your favorite band? I actually really love 311, but it's like, hey, I like that vibe. Let's try to have the beach vibe with really dumb lyrics. But I think Rude has I, I I think it's a fine song. I actually don't really think it's annoying or or bad. Mm-hmm. Like the whole marry that girl thing, it's kind of cute. But um I if I respect pick, your elders, Joel. If what? if the if the dad said no, to allowing oh, yeah. you to marry his daughter, you're going to marry her anyways. I'm already married. Oh, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll get it later. But there's no way I want to answer this. Somebody should move on no. in any worst bracket. So. I moved on from this uh, song, "Rude," uh, one minute fifteen. So I got it for a minute. I was like, ah, it's got a vibe, I guess, but it's going against an all-time great. Sorry uh, about your uh, personal axe to grind in this song. Whoever chose it, but "Rude" moves on. Next, we have Rockstar by Nickelback. No, we all just want to be big rock stars. Minute, something Bathroom I can play baseball in. Versus Rico Suave by Gerardo. Ari, are Rico. Rico. Suave. Suave. Or as uh, we all would say, Taco Grande. Mm. So Nickelback hit number six with this song, and Gerardo... <laughs> Gerardo. Gerardo made a list at number seven in 1991. This is this is an interesting matchup because Rico Suave was kind of the annoying song of the time back then in 1990, whereas Rockstar, that got as many votes as the other one, one of the high voter ones where multiple people voted yeah, Rockstar for Rockstar is a really bad song. Did you guys try to listen to Rico Suave, though, and forget about the actual, like, the verses of the song? 45 seconds in. You I, made it 45 seconds. I, I like 45 Rico Suave. It's some of my joy's favorites tapes. Why? Back in the day. I thought it was a fun song. Even the rap, it sounds like he's recording it. If I turned off the mixer and tried to record something as an editor's note and did a rap, it would sound like Rico Suave. Well, it contains samples from Give It Up or Turn It Loose by James Brown, which is the guitar riff that... After 45 seconds, I heard an inappropriate lyric and turned it off. Oh, good job. <laughs> and yet you can sing listen, all the words to my listen. Okay. Hum, my <laughs> hum, my hum. Chad Kroger sounds like a chain-smoking frog to me. <laughs> I don't like Rockstar at all. But I can't listen to Rico Suave again. So are you going to vote for Rico Suave to move on? I am. See, and I'm going to vote for Rockstar because a, a bunch of people voted for it. A bunch of listener voted mm-hmm. for it. And I was like, well, I hate Photograph more than Rockstar. And oh, then, I hate Rockstar more than Photograph. But then I listened to Rockstar and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot how bad this is. Just a quick discussion because I don't know where I stand on this one. What does it mean that I know every word to Rockstar? Uh, actually, the lyrics are fine because it's a parody on what it means to be famous in LA. You kind of sell your is soul. Is it a parody? Yeah, because they, they don't really want to be famous. I think they do. I think Rockstar is a better song than Photograph. Um, but both are, it's just that simplistic kind of drivel. Yeah. Chad Kroger's voice is so bad. It's hard to listen to. But uh, I think Rico Suave is legitimately unlistenable. Yeah, it's like 100% treble. That's what you're turning your, your radio Guys, up to. You can't knock out Nickelback. One of the, one of the highest no, voted songs. No, we already have songs. Nickelback on Nickelback's the list. Photograph but already this on song list. got more votes than, than Photograph on the I listener. Agree. Multiple people were like, yeah, but put a rock star on there, put a rock star on there. Rico like, Suave oh. is not getting, it's not tying with Whitney Houston for a good song. So <laughs> that's a weird way to put it. Yeah. I'm voting for Rockstar to move on. I I'm going for Rico Suave. I don't mind Rockstar as much as the average Joe. I sing along. And, I'm a Red and Bull I, guy. It's almost maybe an ironic way, but it doesn't bug me as nearly as much as Photograph or nearly as much as Rico Suave. So Rico Suave moves on. Wow. Rico. 
Now we have Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men. Who, who let, let the, the dogs, dogs out? Who, 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 who? Versus Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. Oh, 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 oh. Death, <laughs> death rattle facts. <laughs> death rattle facts for Tarzan Boy. Okay. I, do, I don't remember I don't most. I think it of, should be here. I don't remember most of who submitted what song. I remember who submitted Tarzan Boy because when I saw it, I immediately texted him back. Are you going to call him out right now? No. But when I, call, I immediately texted him back and I said, how dare you? That is one of my favorite songs. Oh, I love this song. How dare you? So the next time I see you, I'm going to punch you in the arm. I'm just letting you know right now, since you put that in there, I'm going to punch you in the arm. I think these two are very well matched, and I'll tell you why. I think the chorus ruined both songs, but I think the verses are actually really fine. You mean, and by not good, but fine. I think Who Let the Dogs Out, the verses, it's kind of a fun song. And then you get to that horrible it's, it's chorus. It's the Who Let the Dogs Out that ruins it. Because you're right. That, that, but it's like Skippy, right? But no, but it's fun. But I think because it got, I think, once again, this is a victim of overplayed. Because Who Let the Dogs Out got played everywhere all the time. People were really annoyed by it. Whereas if you listen to it one time, you're like, that's fun. Uh, meanwhile, Tarzan Boy, I want to bring up something with you guys. A musical motif. The Millennial Whoop. That's Millennial W-H-O-O-P. Whoop. Do you guys know what there that is? There it is. It is a, it, it's in Tarzan Boy. But it's mostly for uh, the 2010s because that uh, kind of whoa, whoa, whoa is found in songs such as California Girls by Katy Perry. Oh, 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 oh. Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. Oh, oh, oh. Good Time by Carly Rae Jepsen and Al City. I don't know what that one is. Oh, it's always Stay High Habits by Tove Lo. Or, oh, oh, oh. And this is me from The Greatest Showman. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. But the, apparently it's a thing. They call it the millennial whoop is that alternating pattern between the fifth and third notes in a major scale, typically starting on the fifth in the rhythm of straight eighth notes and using the wah and o oh syllables. Oh, mm, now we know. Somebody's been yeah. watching YouTube video essays. Tarzan Boy reminds me of a mouthwash commercial and I think the third Ninja Turtles movie. It reminds me of Turtles 3, Turtles in Turtles Time. Is it Turtles 3? Okay, Because I had that soundtrack and that's crazy. why I love this song. I'm like, is that where it's from? I have, I have mem- a very vivid memory of me walking across the field, going to my piano lessons as a kid. Mm-hmm. And this song was on my headphones that I was playing and I was singing it full volume in this wide open field on a sunny day. And it was glorious. But your votes? Well, oh. it's got to be Who Let the Dogs Out who moving forward. Who Let the Dogs Out? Yeah, I Easy. think so. Next is Use Somebody by Kings of Leon. I've been roaming around, no. always looking down. No, 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 no. That's, Chad, that's Chad Kroger. You got to sound like you, I guess when you're sing, somebody. Guys, when you're singing Kings of Leon, you have to make it sound like you really have to go to the bathroom. I just did. I've been walking around. And I just did. <laughs> and all I see. Versus Wannabe by Spice Girls. If you want to be my lover, <sighs> you got to get, get with my friends. Get with my friends. Once again, oh. I'm throwing a flag. Foul. How dare you? This is a karaoke hit. This is a road trip hit. This it, It's a kitschy song. I get why one would be annoyed with it. So, okay. Ken, I know you're a, a big fan of the Spice Girls. Yes. Can you name who raps during the main two rappers during the song Mel, of, of Wannabe? Mel B, Mel C. Mel B and... Mel C. Oh, oh no, it's Ginge. It's Ginger. Ginge? The We're t- friends. <laughs> Ginge. Uh, and, and can you name there? It's actually everyone gets a turn except for one member. Do you know who does not sing a solo in one of the baby Beckham posh? Yep. Posh does not sing. In fact, she missed most of the writing session and had to communicate via phone. She kind of got left out. And apparently she, she only sings like she yeah. doesn't sing very much. Well, I look, didn't know that she's there to be the face like this video is so watchable. This was like a formative moment for me Is at that it time. Though? Yeah. And it helped me decide what kind of girls I like too. They, so. had, <laughs> they had no real like idea of what they're going to do. They just said, go crazy. Just we'll follow you around and go crazy. Yeah. That's it. 
Yeah, it's an event. It's, it's fun. not a great music video. I think it is. It's a fun music video, but it's yeah. not a great music video. So Use Somebody's going to go on? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Okay, we'll talk about it next time. Use Somebody moves on to the next round. I've been roaming around, always looking down at all I see. Next is a song that for some reason comes up on Baking Solo All lots. the time. You're Beautiful by James Blunt. You're beautiful. Yeah. You're beautiful. It's true. It's true. Versus Shannon by Henry Gross. Shannon, you So a, so a song, Dead Dog, a, Dead Dog, a song we know versus a song we don't. Yes. No, I didn't know Shannon by Henry Gross. I'm like, what? what is this? And I listened to it. I'm like, oh, that's annoying. And then I found out the meaning of behind it. Yeah. Uh, when it's written about a, a, a dead dog. So actually, uh, Henry Gross or Gross, he visited Carl Wilson. And of the Beach Boys. About, yeah. was talking about oh, his I dog. Thought he was the dad on Family Matters. Right. <laughs> I was talking about his Irish setter named Shannon. And Carl Wilson said, I had an Irish setter named Shannon. And she drowned. Or got hit by a car, depending on which county account you listen to. What? Yeah. The story apparently it's a got controversy. Yeah. How the dog died. Also, did you hear the story about Casey Kasem? Yes. Kind of crazy. He uh, he did not appreciate that they played this really sappy song right before yeah, a His really producers song. gave him a dedication right after like a really upbeat song by the Pointer Sisters and said, now I have a story to read about someone's dog who died. And I want to tell the... And he's like, why am I doing this right after that upbeat song? And he starts swearing lots. Mm. I didn't listen to the audio, but I, I heard. I did. I heard. So this is a toss-up for me because you're beautiful. I did like at one point. I think the meaning of the song is fine. To see an ex with someone else that you didn't know about and kind of saying, well, that's it. Like, you'll never talk to me again. Yeah. I, I think it's okay. But the song is horrible. Like, I like the lyrics. It's the high-pitched, like whiny voice. Yeah. But then Shannon also has the high-pitched, whiny voice. And it's about a dog, which... Is I, I, I don't get me wrong. I think that you know pet death is sad. I, I had pets that had died. I have been sad about it. But I thought this was a love song, and so I was so floored when all of a sudden I realized, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So for me, it just uh, because we didn't know the song, I've never heard the song before. I I can't move it on. I was thinking the same thing. But don't we want to retire? You're beautiful officially from bacon cell after this bracket yeah because that's just it is number one position for uh, you're beautiful number six position for henry gross i didn't really couldn't find sales for henry gross so i'm also voting for you're beautiful only because it seemed much more prevalent and maybe back in 1976 when shannon came out right it was more ubiquitous i'm willing to admit that that it's just a, a lack of exposure sure a lack of being from the 70s on my part and, and i would rather pick on james blunt I, it's an ironic no skip for me. I don't li- I don't dislike this song, mm. but I don't know Shannon at all. So yeah, I neither. have to vote for You're Beautiful. So you're saying Shannon, you guys are, we're all saying Shannon is a better song than You're Beautiful. No. By pushing it forward. It's want to be Beach Boy vibes. I'll give it that. Yeah. Okay. But I think we have to put You're Beautiful forward. Thank you. You're Beautiful. Thank you. Lives on to one more episode of Bacon Sale and then it's retired forever. <laughs> you're beautiful. Beautiful. All right, next up is my favorite matchup on this bracket for some reason. <laughs> it's Your Body is a Wonderland from John Mayer. Your, Your body, body is a wonderland. Versus With Arms Wide Open from Creed. With arms wide open under the sunlight. Welcome to this place. I'll show you everything. Okay, so I got to be honest. I don't think this is a very good representation of John Mayer 
as far as his work. This and, and what is his father's be good to your daughters. Father's bigger. They're atrocious yeah. songs. I think that's a worse song. John Mayer is very talented. Uh, John Mayer is a criminal. He is one of the most your heart? talented uh, blues musicians, blues guitarists in in the industry, and he writes this pop drivel. I, I just I, I'm so mad at him. He knows for what it. he's doing. Yeah, he's he's selling records. Okay, okay, but you're talking about the artist. Uh, Arms wide is, open is a much better song than Your Body Is Wonderland. Agree, hands down. And the meaning behind the song, is I know, freaking beautiful. I get it. I was looking at the lyrics while I was holding my child this oh. evening. Oh. There you go, because he said that it, for the. I was going to say, what's his name? I lost his name. Chad Kroger. Oh, no, it's uh, Kroger. Scott Stapp. Yeah, Scott Stapp said uh, about he wrote this about having his first kid, and he actually used she at first until he found it was a boy, and then he changed the lyrics. Yeah. To and now he has three kids. But he said, "quote Every time I sing it, I can connect with it again and again because I'm no longer expressing fears in my thoughts about being a father. I'm a full fledged living an everyday father, so it just rings true to me." So for me, it's I it's. Just heard. You have News today. a sweet sentiment, but if you actually look at the lyrics, there's only a couple of moments that are sweet in it. I mean, overall, it's just kind of this repetitive thing that's happening. It's the power, Zach. I understand. Yeah. But, but so you have a sweet song sung by someone I think is terrible versus a crappy pop song sung by someone I think is awesome. It's conflict. Does it help to know that uh, Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl described with arms wide open as, quote, one of the most amazing songs of all time? <laughs> <laughs> what he, he said? He was strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. The, with arms wide open is the much better song, and that's I what agree. we're voting. On. I'm voting for. Well, yeah, so I'm voting for. Oh, this is so confusing. I'm voting for your body is Wonderland because it's worse. Oh, I hate this Creed song so much. It's my favorite one to make fun of. But you're not going to move it on. Nope. Okay, your body is a Wonderland goes on. Your body is Next is The Fox by Uvis. What, what does, does the fox, fox say? Hutchie, hutty, hutty ho. What does the giraffe say? What does the giraffe say? Doesn't have words. Versus it's the end of the world and we know it. It's, it's the, the end of the world as we know it. As we know it. Uh, I know I only get three flags uh, to throw. Uh, You're giving yourself a flag this, number, Joel. This is the third no flag. No one's holding you to this. This is the third flag that I gave myself because why? Why would you put it's the end of the world, we know it, and I feel fine by REM on the worst uh, songs list? I very overplayed. Very overplayed. Very overplayed. Back in 1987. No, it's like a top five REM song and it's probably their most overplayed. Yeah. It's so fun, though. It's so It kind fun. of feels like an no 80s cartoon theme song, though. It's not me. What's the Frequency, Kenneth. I like that one, too. Well, I do, too. Yeah. But uh, but no one heard that song near as much as this. This is just very, very overplayed, but it's good. No, and it really is. It's a good I, song. I guess I can understand because the lyrics the lyrics are, all, are pretty much nonsensical. He said right. that he just kind of made up the song, flipping TV channels, looking around him, just what was going on. He had a dream where he had a bunch of people with the initials LB that were uh, surrounding him mm -hmm. at a party. Mm -hmm. So therefore, so he went... He went to uh, Lester Bangs, Lenny Bruce, oh. Leonard, Lenoid Brezhnev, and Leonard Bernstein. Leonard Bernstein. Thank you. You got to say it right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't think uh, it's in the world as, as we know so it. So we're saving our facts for the fox. For sure. The fox moves on. Dog goes woof, cat goes meow, bird goes tweet, and mouse goes squeak. Now we have, oh no. We have Chop Suey by System of a Down. Wake up. You want to do. You want to do. You want to do. I'm just going to keep saying that. 
Which I only know. I only know that song because of Weirdo Yankovic putting it in Angry White Boy Polka. Oh, nice. Versus Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Oh, come on. Dancing in the dark. Dig it to our favorite song. You look perfect. Ed Sheeran, for me, the Banshees of Ed Sheeran, is kind of like my blind spot. Yeah? Like, I've just either avoided him completely in his how famous he is. I... I know some people find him uh, Is that going to call him Ginge? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I know some people find him annoying, but honestly, when I listened to the song, I went, well, I kind of like that. That's like it's... you like the lyrics. Okay. Yeah. So when I was doing my research, like I said, I was listening to one song on repeat as I did my research and I was listening to Chop Suey. It's like, I'm going to tear my hair out. And then I went to the next song to do my next research and it was like a soothing balm. Okay. Okay. Me. Though you didn't even remember perfect. Right. And, but the musicality, not the lyrics, the musicality of Chop Suey is kind of crazy. Awesome. I don't know it except for Weird Al. Because of Weird Al's Angry Eye by Polka. Really? Yeah. And so, and yeah. My angel's been dreaming to die, die, die. Die, 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 die. Like, hey! For me, it's like the insanity is all over the place. And it's fun. It is it is their song. It's not mm. saying System of a Down is great at all. But it is the song you think of when you think of System of a Down. I think that Perfect is just a pretty generic, sweet love pop song. Um, Chop Suey is like three different types of drill um, just going Drill bits off. Going in your oh, I, right I completely disagree head. with you guys. I no. do not like Chop Suey. It, it definitely moves on for me. Painful. All right, vote for perfect. Chop Suey moves on. Now we have Blue Dabba D. I'm Underwater. Versus Yellow Submarine by the Speaking Beatles. Of being underwater. We all live in a yellow submarine. Zach yellow is not submarine. singing. I get, I get seasick. I get seasick when oh. I listen to this song. I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. A little bit. So Blue got number six in 1999. Yellow Submarine got number two in 1966. By the way, we all kind of blame Ringo for Yellow Submarine. Yeah. Not his fault. Not his fault. It's a Lennon McCartney song. <gasps> and they gave it to Ringo. Also, when we were Probably kids, throw them when da, 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 we were kids and actually still like the Beatles, da, da, da. didn't we love Yellow Submarine? I still love the Beatles. Oh, okay. <laughs> this I, I, for me, I wrote in my note here. This is the crappy school bus song. I feel like this is the song, but that kids Zach, sang on the school bus. It was written as a children's song. It's a kids song, Zach. You can't get mad at a so song it, for being a kids song. So then it shouldn't even be here. Same argument for Baby Shark. Then it immediately but gets Baby eliminated because Sh- it shouldn't be here. <laughs> Just saying, you can't hate it because it's a kid's song. It's for kids. Oh, I can, I can I, hate I, it. I, I want to retire, it. Blue. I think it's time. We've mentioned it so many times on this show. Have I'll, we? I've only got uh, episode 132, term of 90s one-hit wonders. So many times, Joel. <laughs> it was two episodes. <laughs> oh, well, I think we should eliminate Blue here because it's a perfectly fine Euro trash pop song that was really popular. Whereas yellow, but the lyrics are ridiculous. No, I think I think if you put if you put these two songs on in a room of people who'd never heard them before, I think people would listen to Blue and go, "What is happening here?" Even though I like the song, yeah, but it definitely has the more annoying kind of beat, not beat to it, but like the the melody to it. Whereas Yellow Submarine, you'd probably end up singing along with it. I think Yellow Submarine is the better song, therefore I am voting for Blue. Daba D. Blue needs to go forward. Blue goes forward. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yellow yeah. Submarine I got is the two better song. seconds into Yellow Submarine, and I, I, I immediately turned it off. It's yeah. such a horrible song. Yeah, the Beatles good. are are good. I can admit that. Right, but Yellow Submarine is it's not a good song. A horrible example. Of Blue this is band. slightly worse. Blue is not. It's so nasally. It's it's electronic. Fine, you guys are wrong. Yellow Submarine is way worse. But Blue Davidi moves on. I'm blue, Davidi, Davidi. 
Now we have Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city so good at this. We're annoying people to so see much. a marching band. I'm putting flag down right now. Flag. Flag on the play. For which song? Oh, you'll see yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, that one. Simply Irresistible by Robert Palmer. Simply Irresistible. So fine. There's no telling where the money went. I know I don't have any flags left, but I have to admit, I kind of went, Simply Irresistible? I understand. That's an axe to grind. That's uh, an axe to grind pick because uh, who hates that song? Who uh, remembers that song? I Well, I, sh- I do. Listen. Because two, of the sword noises. Two minutes and 46 seconds in. When the most nonsensical guitar solo starts, <laughs> it is painful to the ears. But if you're going to hate a Robert Palmer song, why not hate the, uh, you know, Addicted to Love? Because yeah. Addicted to Love is a better song. But Simply Resistible was like his follow up hit, and it was fine. You guys, save no, it because it's moving forward. I don't even like my chem, but this song is an all timer. It is an all timer of songs. It is identifiable by a single note. But can you see why people get annoyed by it? Yeah. Yeah, kind think, of like Zach's emo argument. It, it's so it's, it's so overly heavy. It's in a, it's a general it's self-important. Yes, it's a general disdain for the genre. I think this is a poster child for the the emo movement of the time. But it's phenomenal. It's a great song. It's a good rock song. I like it. But it was in high school when it came out, so I'm going to be biased. So you guys are both voting for simply irresistible. Yeah, for sure. See, and I vote for Welcome to Black Parade only because I like the song a lot. Sure you do. But I can see why it would annoy people. Okay. So that's why I'd vote for it. Because Simply Irresistible, you put it on, it's fine. You're, you're driving a yacht. You're having a good time. Simply Irresistible. Now we have Lollipop by the Cordettes. Lollipop, lollipop, oh, lolly, 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 lollipop. Wait, <laughs> I can wait. Better. Wait. There we go. There we go. Versus Hey Jude by the Beatles. Hey Jude, don't make it better. No, you got to go for five minutes of nah, Take a sad nah, song nah, 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 and nah. make it better. Wish uh, we can make the song better. So, hey, hey. I think the mere fact that Hey Jude was on the Song of Songs tournament disqualifies it from moving on. Wait, in the it was on song. that one too? Yes, it was episode it was. 343, Song of Songs tournament. Was. This is wonderful. Best song of song. This is the cronk of this bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it then. I hate it now. Uh, Lollipop, by the way. It's a cover, right? I found out it was a race to see who could get it released first. Was, oh, really? Was I, was, I thought, not the race. I thought no, no. It was a, Ronald and, a group called Ronald Ruby or a duo called Ronald Ruby was trying to get it released and they released at the exa- almost the exact same time. Same month, same year, uh, February 1958. But the problem was Ronald and Ruby did not have the pop noise. Yeah, Cordettes. The so Cordettes added that and that's why I think it's the big hit. Really? Mm-hmm. It's, it is a very important part of that song. It is. It feels so unsatisfying listening to the other version. This is a short song. It's cute bubblegum pop. Um, and whoever selected it probably hates fun. I think <laughs> it's probably, uh, you know, one of those earworm things, but it's it's harmless. Are we bad What people? if it was Ronald or Ruby? Ronald and or Ruby that submitted that song. <laughs> <laughs> huh? How about that? Maybe. I but don't listen, know. are we bad people for putting Hey Jude forward on the worst songs There's bracket? There's no way I'm putting Hey Jude forward. It's frequently no on many critics' greatest songs list of all time. It was they on don't, our Song of Songs Because list. they don't listen to the full seven-minute version that just goes na 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 for minutes on end. Says the guy who just went to a Dave Matthews Band concert. Which went on and on on end. <laughs> uh, but that's the thing. This is is a perfectly fine song for the first time through all of the various movements, which does take a couple minutes, but then... They just don't know how to end this song. So you're saying like a on. two minute song versus a seven half yes, minute song. Th- a two, two minutes. So it's of only the, song the length. In fact, you got after me because I put the wrong version on our Spotify playlist because you said you put the short version. I put the one that was well, on the top of the short, short. The short version is, uh, is a little better. 
but still annoying. I get the point way too quickly. But the seven minute version is to me the reason why this song is. And on that's this why part. that's why I didn't throw a flag on this one because I'm like I can understand someone not liking four minutes of na 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 nas. Yes, that to me is I have why no it's here. It. It's why it's annoying. It's maybe not the most annoying song in the world. But I definitely think there's no way it's going to win this entire bracket. No, I don't think so. But I don't I, think you should move on. I think it's I think it's way worse than lollipop. Lollipop is harmless. Yeah. This is annoying. Not if you choke on the lollipop. The that's, hard candy. Don't give it to young kids. That's yeah, true. that's true. That's true. Yeah. No, I'm I am voting to put Hey Jude forward for sure. And I am not. I'm voting for lollipop to move forward only because I don't think Hey Jude Hey Jude should be moved hey forward. Jude, I like it. Hey oh. <laughs> when it was on our Song of Songs tournament, it's a best song. But we're gonna say Hey to Jude again next week. You guys are morons. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> Now we have Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. So I put my hands up and play my song, Butterflies Fly Away. Not in my head like, yeah. yeah. All right, I haven't thrown one yet, flag. Officially. Why is this here? Already? Hold on, yep. let's wait. Versus Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. Fit and been for Cotton Eye Joe. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Zach, which one are you putting your flag down on? Party in the USA. Because it's a banger. It's I, awesome. I can okay. I it's like great. both of them. I like both of them, but I can see why people don't like Party in the USA. Because number one, whiny voice sure. happens. Number two, yeah. cheesy lyrics. Yeah, like nodding my head but like yeah, <laughs> moving my hips like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a Jay Z song was on. She didn't even know who Jay Z was when she recorded the song. She, oh. Well, she didn't know any Jay Z songs. Is what she but said. It also wasn't written for so, Jesse J. It was written for Jesse J. It was about her coming to America, yeah. and they changed it to a Nashville girl going to L.A. It's it's like when someone wears a Nirvana shirt, and they don't. They've actually never listened to yeah. Any uh, Weird Al Yankovic connection. Party in the CIA by, by Weird Al Yankovic. Oh. Yeah. So Cotton Eye Joe was number one in Scandinavian countries for several weeks, <laughs> and Party in the USA was number two. Do you guys know yeah. what Cotton Eye means? As in Cotton Eye Joe? No, it's a snake. There's a couple different. A variation there sure. take your pick uh it could be being drunk on moonshine or being blinded by uh, drinking wood alcohol and uh, which turns your eyes milky white or it could be a black person with very light eyes or miners covered in dirt except for their eyes or someone with glaucoma or i said this one for last it could be someone who was enucleated where the eyeball was removed and replaced with a cotton ball Take your horrifying pick. If it hadn't been for glaucoma, I'd be married a long time ago. <laughs> the guy with glaucoma. Cotton Eye oh, Joe. It's glaucoma Joe. Yeah. Glaucoma, <laughs> glaucoma. If glaucoma Joe. Glaucoma Joe. <laughs> uh, All right. Look, it's uh, the chorus is so fun in Party in the USA. It's an it's an anthem song. Yes. You can blast this one in the car and not be embarrassed. Mm. That's why it's. If it's not the Fourth of July, it might be a problem. Why? why? Because you don't like your country all That's when you can play this song full volume and not be ashamed of it. If you're uh, playing any other time of the uh, year. And the butterflies any, fly away. Any other time. I mean, I mean, maybe just a summer song for me. It's fun. See, yeah. And I like I like both of these, but I think I can see more why people be annoyed by Party in the USA than Cotton Eye Joe. So I'm voting for Party in the USA to move on. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's Cotton Eye Joe moves on. Cotton Eye Joe. Idiots. Hardly. Weird. That was the most logical choice ever. <laughs> I side with Joel, and it's like, yeah, he's right. Don't side with Joel, you're a name calling. <laughs> I only get to name calling at the end of the brackets. <laughs> well, we have our last matchup of the first round, which is We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together by Taylor Swift. Right. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to figure out where you're going with that. Were you going with the chorus? 
We are never, never, ever getting back together. We versus Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray. Don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. I just don't think it understand. So uh, we are never getting back together. Coming came out in 2012. This is a good one. 1992. Taylor Swift got number one with this. Achy Breaky Heart got number four. I think this is this is a good one. This is a good matchup because I think this particular song, (laughs) this uh, the Taylor Swift song, is a good uh, poster child for why people hate Taylor Swift. Yep, right here. This this is like which is funny because this is back when I thought Taylor Swift was a talented young woman who I really enjoyed listening to her songs. Sure, but this then. this mm-hmm. is symbolic of the she only writes breakup songs. Yeah, but the, it's so the, catchy. She's she's you go talk to your quirk. friends, talk to my friends, talk to me. No, that said, achy break your heart is VH1 and Blender magazines. Uh, uh, it's their worst song ever, but parodied by Weird Al. Yeah, achy break your song, achy break your song, which he later said he regretted because the whole point of Weird Al's song was that. He hated listening to Achy Breaky Heart, and it was a terrible song. Yeah. And then later he was like, that was kind of mean. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a line dance with Achy Breaky Heart? Yes. yes. In fact, it popularized line dancing. I think we all hated this song, like on purpose, like um, we were meant to. And then was, I think it comes back. It was around. on my original Joyce Favorites tape. Yeah. I'm not Breaky Heart? With, with Rico Suave. <laughs> no one wants to hear these tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, get, I get the Taylor Swift hate to an extent. But she's never made a song as annoying as Achy Breaky Heart. No. And fun fact, I actually didn't really know We Were Never Going to Get Back Together until I saw a parody of it. Sure. Done by uh, uh, Teddy Films. They did a Breaking Bad parody. It's We're Never Going to Cook Together. So it's like, you go talk to Goodman, talk to Skyler, (laughs) talk to me. Okay. I got to see this. It's good. Yeah. And so that kind of made me like the song initially. So I don't think it should move on. I'm voting for Achy Breaky Heart. I feel like Taylor Swift's dating history might be her fault. But no. I think it's why she save it da- for our Taylor Swift. Show. It's, I think it's why she dates these people so that she continues to have a musical career. Are you saying if a bunch of people break up with you, it could be the breakies' fault? Possibly. Are you hmm. saying that Alanis Morissette lost her edge when she became happy? <gasps> yeah. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anyways, oh man, I don't like this song by Taylor Swift, but it's not going to move forward. Yep. Achy breaky heart moves on to the second round. And with that, finally, these are so long, these episodes. <laughs> yeah, we yes. made it. We did it. We're Woo. done with round one, but not the bracket. We've narrowed down 64 of your submitted worst songs down to 32, and we will be finishing this up on next episode, so be sure to tune into that. Absolutely. And let us know uh, so far. You can you can actually go to BakerCell.com, download your own bracket of the worst songs, and play along at home, and even listen to our Spotify playlist for reference if you want to. Please don't. But let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter if you agree with the choices we made for the worst songs. It's a little weird to argue for which song is worse. But yeah, and, and it. move it forward. Yeah, yes. move it we forward. had a lot of choices on here that were certainly. Uh, well, I don't. I think this song's good. I don't know why it's here. We're not going to have that next week. No, no. I think we. Mm-hmm. I think All we got rid of like cannon fodder. Before we go, we want to thank some patrons in a couple of special categories, including the I am the listener tier, which includes Adam and Rachel Crump, Alicia Bass, Andrew Dancing Through the Fire, Angela Plotz, Braden Winterton, Casey Cummings, Dave Kelly, Debbie Foster. Did Johnny enlist? He didn't even get in line. He's a disgrace to the South. Scott Sprague. <laughs> Jennifer Kokowski, Jake <laughs> the Cooler King, movie reference. Juice the Cooler King Swallow, Lady Terry A. Finley, Rocky and Steph, and Ryan and Marley. And then we have our Baking Council, which includes Glow Clendaniel, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, Johnny English the Brick, 
Josh from Rebel One TV, Nicole Sitton in the Sinbin Hale, our favorite couple, the Madsons, Shannon West, Star Wars expert Kyler, Stephen, everyone's favorite Ross, the one, the only Chris Anderson, and Beaker. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. Appreciate you it. are the single to our ladies. <laughs> <laughs> the chop to our suey. <laughs> But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. You can read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram. That's at TumblingMustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. Please like that Facebook page and go to at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. Come hang out with us. It's a good time. Yeah. While you're doing that, visit tpublic.com slash bacon sale to get yourself some merch. You can get yourself all sorts of fun t-shirts and stuff. Great gifts for the holidays for the bacon sale person in your life. And then if you like what's going on here, you want to support us further, visit patreon.com slash bacon sale. Support starts at just $3 a month. You can get all sorts of fun uh, behind the scenes benefits we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. We have a, a special review of weird the Al Yankovic story. Yes. It's pretty fun. Patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time, looks like you didn't end up skipping this episode after all. Uh, my humps, my humps, my humps, my yes. humps. Yes. Uh, Check it out. Sesson Candidity. Bubbling under is what happens after Beto's. <laughs> oh. Have you seen Cher? <laughs> How did you get whiter by wrapping a thing from Florida Georgia line? Hi, 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 hi. That's what we sound like on the school bus. Hi, hi. Wow, sorry, listener. Uh, RIP headphone users. They just learned how to speak English and they're just having fun with it. Well, it's that hat. It weighs it's, his neck down. It gives it's him the headaches. Repetitive. Sorry, I keep getting that out every time of me being like, it's so weird. It's so weird. Is it weird? Number two. You know what baby has that happy does not? Luna. Justin Bieber's like the Just Justin Bieber of the music industry. <laughs> I like a man who announces his presence here. Oh, but Pharrell. My gosh. Pharrell Is he your it. nephew? Is he your nephew? Let's <laughs> <laughs> start out with the baby draft. Like, whee, whee. It's painful. <laughs> Drink I some like water, it. Hoover Stink. Yes, you can, yes. No matter what wins, we all lose. Wait, I guess we'll have to play it again. I guess you're telling him a joke. Yes. I'm I have PTSD, I and D stands too. for Dion. I feel like I'm a good Chris. kisser, but I feel like I don't know about centrifugal motion. There are now podcasts about true crime. Um, I like my humps. It was supposed to be Miley Cyrus versus Billy Ray Cyrus. You guys screwed it over. But now it's Cotton Eye Joe versus Big Park. And I grayed out the wrong one. Quit rigging the system, Joel. That's and anytime I mention a number two, it will be the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> <laughs> Can I keep that? <laughs> That's actually hilarious. <laughs> uh, Zach. Zach. <laughs> Dang it. That was so good. The was, first one. It was so casual. <laughs> I know. It was so good. It's the worst.